Real Nerds is a proud partner of the Denver Podcast Network. In the shadow of the mountains, we, we speak. speak. Coming to you from the X Access, it's John of All Trades with your host, John X. Welcome, welcome, welcome to this John of All Trades podcast promo. Each Wednesday, I bring you a brand new interview with someone fascinating and ask the question we all ask when we meet someone new. Hey, what do you do? It's fun, informative, and it's the 2017 Westward Reader's Choice Award winner for Best Denver Podcast, iTunes, Stitcher, and johnofalltrades.us. Oh, hi, podcast listeners. There's many ways you can listen to the Real Nerds podcast. You can subscribe on iTunes. You can also subscribe on Stitcher Radio. You want to send us a Twitter message? You can do that. It's so easy, at Real Nerds. Like us on Facebook, Real Nerds Podcast. You can visit our website, realnerdspodcast.com, where there will be a lot of articles for you to not only read, but to listen to our previous shows. You can also call us, 720-6Nerds5. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the show. Hi, this is Georges Genty, and you are listening to Real Nerds Podcast. This is Real Nerds Podcast, and I am Ryan. With me is... Corinne. And... Zach. And... Brad. And... James! Full house tonight. Man. Real Nerds Assemble. Yeah. We are the unofficial, official podcast of Denver Pop Culture Con, and you can come see us live at the Bug Theater for our 400th episode spectacular! I'm gonna be there. <laughs> Thanks, Corinne. That's my uh, Oprah Winfrey. I thought it was pretty good. You get a podcast. You get a podcast. Do we get cars? Everybody gets a podcast! <laughs> no, what about a car? I want a car, Ryan. Uh, yeah, you can have one of my kids' uh, 100 matchbox cars he has everybody gets a car they pull out a matchbox what the fuck man <laughs> well it does fit under your seat so that is true um we will have games for everybody to play so games. make sure when you come we need audience audience participation even from you madam i told so, my mom um, we're gonna pull her up on stage we oh we have to <laughs> she does she, she suddenly a, was like i'm not coming we have a perfect thing for her to for her to interact with on stage oh man i won't say what it is but it involves don't movies. Y- don't <laughs> immediately have to apologize to my mom. No, no, no. Hey, I Carol, said, here is the thing in the basement from burning from burn after reading. <laughs> Sorry, mom. <laughs> we'll just put the Wicker Man in your front lawn. Any any seventies horror fans out there? Hello, mm-hmm. is this on? Is yeah. it on? Um, we just need Christopher uh, Lee you to mean do it for us. <laughs> yeah. Can we get him back from the dead? <laughs> Yes. Yes. So every week on Real Nerds Podcast, we go see a new movie and we podcast our experience of the world. This week we saw Avengers Endgame. And I'm going to change it up. This whole thing should be. We've been doing this podcast for too long, guys. Oh, shit. And people are so excited for this movie. Oh, shit. So, James, should people go see Avengers Endgame? I mean, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Brad, should people see Avengers Endgame? Uh, if, you, if you don't immediately rush out and see Avengers Endgame, I don't know what you're doing with your life. Yeah. Zach, should people see Avengers Endgame? Yes, absolutely, you should. Corinne, should people see Avengers Endgame? I don't know how people haven't already seen it, but, <laughs> but yeah, they You'd should. Be surprised. Yeah. So, <laughs> what the um, wrong with them? just before we play the trailer, just know after the trailer we're going to spoil the movie. But yeah. this is such a big movie, I thought we should talk about it immediately. That's a great idea. Um, and here is the trailer for Avengers Endgame. 
If we do this, we'd be going in shorthanded. Yeah, you mean because he killed all our friends? We owe this to everyone who's not in this room to try. It's not about how much we lost. It's about how much we have left. We're the Avengers. We gotta finish this. You trust me? I do. You could not live with your own failure. Where did that bring you? Back to me. So, uh, <sighs> picking up right where Infinity War left off, Over. Thanos decimated half the population of the world. Actually, the universe. Yeah, yeah. The galaxy. Half of dogs are dead. Yeah, I know. That's so sad. <laughs> now, also half of cats, which is great, but half of dogs. <laughs> exactly. Hey, I mean, exactly. That's what cats I'm trying are to useful. You. They kill mice and stuff. Half of but <laughs> half the mice are dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. My, my wife and I have a cat, and when we first moved into our house, because we live in the mountains... The mice would come through our like crawl space and come up. And I'll never forget, I was brushing my teeth and I hear Mia going, meow, 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 meow. She's chasing a mouse through our house and just goes back through the crawl space. I'm like, wow, you suck. You know, what's interesting is like, you know, his whole argument was about resources, but he also kills like half the cows. But he didn't kill the best rat ever. Um, oh, that's the right. one that saves the whole freaking universe. Oh, right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, that MVP moment where I was like, oh, this is the thing that, that fans are going to throw a, a hissy fit about. Is like, really? Oh, Red. Wait. 11 years of writing these movies and the universe is saved by a Red. The, the rat running across the van triggers something because I didn't. Catch yeah. It. yeah, yeah. That's the, how the implication is that, it, that you know, Ant Man comes back. back on. Yeah, because yeah. the tunnel gets, yeah. in the van. In a, in a Freakazoid esque uh, chain, ter- chain of events. The the rat is the rat's what, like running across the little control board. Yeah, it's a thing, and it pops up and it and goes. The tunnel comes back on. Return sequence activated. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the Scott pops out. So in the experiment, there was like a dolly cart with the controls that activated the quantum realm, and then there's also like one on the dashboard. Yeah, well they are through the Hey hey hey. Yeah. Hey, it's a movie. Internet nerd fan, just calm calm your questions, man. I thought it just started on its own, like because like Scott said, he found his way out. Uh, maybe it did. I think it's that's possible too. I think they just had the rat on the to add like movement to the shot. I think you can read it either way. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, we'll see it later today. So but I'll yeah, I mean, Brad brings up a good point too. Lately, who has um, seen it twice? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> son of a <laughs> bitch. <laughs> um, a lot of people now on the internet are like, "Fuck the Avengers!" I was waiting for like the backlash for oh, it, yeah. and it it starts. <sighs> yeah, they're all dumb. Mm-hmm. They are because this movie is not only a great movie. With something really good and important to say that is beautifully and wonderfully made. It is also the greatest cinematic achievement of all time. I agree. No one has ever done this, period. Like, the only thing you can compare this to is Lord of the Rings. 
And this is more taxing than Lord of the Rings to pull off, I think. Oh, I, like, I agree. Especially when you look at it as 22 films that are cohesive, that have some things that really pull them together. And then I was talking to Brad last night, or no, I was talking to Zach last night, whatever one of these motherfuckers. Um, <laughs> we're interchangeable. Yeah. And I'm so insulted right we're like Ter- <laughs> We're like Terrence Howard and Don whoa, Cheadle. Whoa, whoa. I did um, not make Trombley. Let's make that perfectly clear. <laughs> so I was talking to Terrence Howard last night, and I... Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> And I was saying, like, what's even more incredible is not only did they make this movie good, but but they found a way to take all this stuff that they'd clearly been thinking about and all these stories that they wanted to t- to 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 tell and have them end up actually having something to say about like where we are in the world today, which is not something they needed to do, but was so wonderful. Oh yeah, um, and what I think is really uh, great about this film too is if you compare it to Infinity War where it literally drops you in the middle and it's balls-to-the-wall yeah. action. Yeah. And this film is like, well, you can wait two hours. Yeah, it's going to be sad for a bit. Because, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the opening bit with Hawkeye, yeah. it, it already got me. I'm like, all right, yeah. uh, I don't care what happens in this movie. I'm already yeah. on board. I'm amazed how much this film breathes. This, oh, yeah. This film breathes at a beautiful pace, too. Because like, mm-hmm. there's there's one action scene at the beginning when <laughs> we're in spoilers, when in a, in the span of about 20 seconds... They wrestle and murder Thanos, <laughs> and it's not a very long action sequence. Nope. I just want to know where really Thanos got that T-shirt. Like, like, did he have that T-shirt in his like intergalactic? Oh, sure. I, mean, I, don't, I mean, I don't, I don't really care, but I'm just like, that's a cool looking T-shirt for Thanos. It was, it was a part <laughs> of his, wear his retirement package. <laughs> no, I guess that's true. He could yeah. probably snap a T-shirt into existence. I yeah. swear, I thought he was shirtless by the end of it when he's breathing out in the middle of like looking out at the valley of the garden, and he's just like, I did it, and like, I, just, I thought he was shirtless. Maybe. I just. Yeah. Wish she'd been wearing Ryan's Katy Perry shirt. Yeah. And that, and then it would have been awesome. It would have been great. Circle. It'd be like, is that David Bowie? Why is he wearing it? <laughs> my, my biggest regret is that she had to perish for my plan to work. <laughs> um, I get to snap her back into existence. But yeah, like, there's, have we ever yeah. figured out why Thanos doesn't just snap uh, the gauntlet to like double the resources so he doesn't have to kill people? Because he's, he's not a asshole. very smart guy. Well, no, because he's that's, evil. That's not his. He's a conqueror. Yeah. So his. his Job is get rid of well, the, yeah. I mean, well, his yeah, but I think they did a pretty to, good job of conveying him as a sort of stable guy with like yeah, a. Well, they did, but remember, he also said that they're just bleeding the universe dry. So if he has more resources, then it he also work. he also shows his hand in this film when mm. he realizes that some of that stuff isn't going to go the way he wants, and he he sort of shows his cards that like no, he actually wants to be a god. He actually wants the whole world to love him and think he's great and be grateful. For him being their like ruler and creator, like his ultimate vision is one in which the whole universe really loves him and it's balanced, but they really love him and he sort of gets mm-hmm. the kudos for it. Like he's not happy with. I mean, sure they undo his thing and that's part of why he's mad at the end, but his his new plan is even worse, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you kind of see like, oh, okay, you. It wasn't really that you wanted to do something good. Which you now, know? when I when I rewatch Infinity War, it's going to have a different connotation oh, to yeah. know that that's his intention the entire time. Oh, well, yeah. Like, at least emotionally. Well, yeah, I but. was talking to Corinne about this because she mentioned he's a little cart- more cartoony in this one. Yeah. And I think it's because he doesn't have the four years of, of, failures. of failures. True. And so he doesn't have that burden anymore. He's like, no, I can. Yeah. I want yeah, these stones. I'm doing anything I can. In this movie. Yeah. Well, and in the in the first movie, yes, he is very 
Yeah, you driven. Have to kill Gamora this time. So yeah. true. Oh, that's true too. I mean, yeah, he's not as yeah, weary, he I guess. Yeah, he we hasn't also had to don't get as him. many like good quiet moments with him. Like he does have a couple of moments, like where he's talking to Gamora, or he's talking to Nebula, or something, and even like when he's talking to Scarlet Witch at the end of Infinity War, and he's like, you know, I've lost somebody too, and you know, he's the kind of villain that you love to hate. Yeah, like you enjoy watching Josh Brolin's performance, but you hate Thanos. But so it's like it's this conflicted like you like watching him, but you oh, hate yeah. him. And but in this movie, it was like I'll just I, kill him already. I was actually. I, think that, I mean, I think that's the point because I yeah. mean, the Infinity War is kind of his origin where mm-hmm. he's becoming who he is. And in Endgame, he's not there yet. He's still a guy who goes and kills half of Gamora's home planet and. Um, where he portrays himself as sympathetic, but it's really not. It's a means to his own end. I was actually kind of sad when he actually was was one of the vanished at the end. I think, I, I think that's one of the best like quiet deaths ever. Sure, where he because he, he realizes good. he's beaten. Yeah, and he just sits down and he knows. Yeah. Um, the first I time I saw it, something. the first time I saw it when they fit when he faded away, you were there, but you just heard woo. Oh yeah! <laughs> oh yeah! When he got, like, the, yeah, that was probably me. Fuck <laughs> this guy! <laughs> you know the one thing I do love about opening audiences: people are so invested in this yeah. stuff that there's certain things. I mean, I'll never forget the roar when in Infinity War when Thor and Groot and Rocket come down. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. In this one, it's when uh, Cap grabs his fucking ha- Thor's hammer. Oh. The audience went insane yeah. in ours. It's and the amazing. setup for that is so good because like the hammer moves and you're and you're like. You, you know, you're, in your, you're kind of sitting there and you see you going like, Thor's not doing this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he, you know? But then that moment when he it. catches it, even my wife was sitting next to me, she's like, oh! I was like, <laughs> yeah! And then looking back on Infinity War, where like, he can barely stand up to Thanos. Yeah. Like, he's just, Thanos is just crushing him with a single hand. Right. And then... In this movie, Cap just like rushes at him with like just throwing the hammer and the now, shield back right. and forth. Now he's got his real shield. So great. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah, there's so true. many moments in this film. You know, even I think when Tony comes back and him and Cap have that inner, you know, the exchange yeah. where he's like, you know, fuck you, man. Yeah. I, you know, <laughs> I just want peace. I, right. You know, I, I try I, to tell you. Right. He he he's right. Yeah. 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 He's like, dude, I try. Uh, now, you know, yeah, I made Ultron, but I was trying to make something good. Yeah. This movie makes Age of Ultron better. Like, yeah. I watched it this week, and I was like, man, so much of this movie actually comes out of Age of Ultron. Some right. people are saying it also makes Dark World better. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> well Thor, Thor's explanation of the ether was amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, and, and by the way, Thor... It's more like an angry sludge. Is, Whoever said oh rock gosh. before, Basically we need to... the dude from Big Lebowski. I, oh, yeah. I, I appreciate being represented uh, yes. fairly on screen with my body type <laughs> being so put great. to Chris Hemsworth. It's so great to see that, you know... <laughs> bulky people can kick ass that's right, too. Yeah. yeah, that's right. And you know, it's also setting up as Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> and if that's Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, I will be so happy. Wow. Oh man, I think yeah. the humor in this movie is probably the best of all the movies. Like between it's uh, Thor ass. and <laughs> and Paul uh, Ant Man, like they just crushed it. But yeah, I think this one is like balanced really well. You know, like un- unlike a Ragnarok or a Guardians, where like you're basically laughing the whole time. Like this is one where you laugh sometimes and it's good. And they're, and they're genuine, well-balanced laughs. Like it's funny. I went back to age of Ultron this week, like I said, and that's one where the Joss Whedon of it all, like to me, maybe hasn't aged as well, where there are times where like Thor is making jokes in the middle of like a bad situation. And you're like, well, you know, um, and you watch this one and it's balanced so well where 
there the only jokes like the things you're laughing at when times are really serious are are things like Thor, Thor is fat or 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 just like you know really fun reactions yeah, like you know, you know, I, there's a big reaction too when uh, Hulk is okay and he's normal as oh, Hulk. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. such a great scene. Yeah, that's balanced Hulk. Say yeah. green, green. <laughs> and that's not somebody saying they, they don't want to take a picture with me. Dab. <laughs> Dab. <laughs> there are also a couple of really good meta jokes. They're the one of Star Lord dancing around to the music. Oh, and yeah. He oh, can yeah. hear the music, but you can't. So he's yes. just like. Hey. So he's an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And then the one um, when they're back and they're in New York with Loki and Captain. Or, uh, Iron Man's like, all right, we enough with the posing. <laughs> yeah. oh, man, seriously, like it's it, it's Back to the Future section is so, which is funny because they also are like Back to the Future. That's such bullshit, and then they basically proceed to do Back to the Future too, mm-hmm. um, in this incredible celebratory <laughs> way. Mm-hmm. Um, Hulk when he's the new Hulk when he's trying to be mad, he's like, Err, <laughs> Err. <laughs> just like barely touches much. that taxi. <laughs> yeah. <Bam>. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness, like. And it it's such a loving tribute to all those films. Oh yeah, um, all the little cameos and Easter yeah. eggs. I did not expect it to be Robert like Redford. a stroll down memory lane. Yeah, yeah. This whole the ancient movie. one. Yeah. The Hank Pym younger version of Hank Pym. Yeah, which is the only de aging that kind of creeps me out sometimes because I'm like that that Michael Douglas's voice today doesn't match up with that face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's that fine. Hair, it looks great. Oh, no, I'm just like, amazing. but some, when I hear the voice, I'm just like. Oh, <laughs> they're really good. They're really good at CGing that hairstyle onto people, uh, <laughs> oh, much yeah. like Kurt Russell's um, activate seventies protocol. <laughs> protocol. <laughs> yeah. Hey, would you feather his hair a little bit more? <laughs> just feather it a little bit more. Um, yeah, no, it's just it's incredible. So yeah, um, I mean, the buildup is is they have to use time travel, right? To, yes, right. To basically go in time to grab the Infinity Stones to stop Thanos by resnapping people into. Now, because it's because Iron Man doesn't want to go back to before he had a kid. Yeah, and um, Iron Man has a kid. And yeah. Iron Man has a kid because after yeah. the Morgan. first five minutes, um, and they kill Thanos for the first time. And it jumps yeah. ahead five it jumps years. Ahead five I years. remember the audience going. <gasps> I like, I, oh, I wasn't just... expecting. Um, I wasn't expecting them to basically have him blow up all of the stones. Like so many moments along this movie, like yeah. things that I kind of thought, like, well, okay. They might do a time travel thing where they go back and have to either get the stones or whatever. Like that was one of the prevalent theories. But then, like so many of the the actual plot points and big elements, because of they because of the way they did the trailers and the marketing so well, like there was always a weird curveball in there. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, like you knew, like everybody kind of knew who'd been reading about it beforehand. Like, oh, okay, they're gonna go kill Thanos in the first like ten minutes and then have to figure out what to do. Um, and that happens, but I wasn't expecting, like, the no stones. Yeah, because, you know, and... you, you watch, and, and the Russos were pretty much spot on, except for the uh, Quantum Realm uh, suits. Yeah. Everything in the trailer is the first 10, 15 minutes of the movie. Well, right. I, I think their statement is true, because everything that's not from the first 20 minutes of the movie is an altered shot, so that yeah. shot's not in the movie. Exactly. Yeah. So when they say everything in the trailers is from the first 20 minutes, they mean... Or it's not real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. No. Um, yeah, no, I appreciated going and, like, having, like, I don't always, like, I don't watch MCU movies on mass, so I do like that this was able to surprise me as much as it did. 
Um, like the only thing I figured would be time travel, but that was it. Like yeah. nothing, like literally nothing. Like anything I thought might happen, not only didn't happen, but something better happened. Yeah. Um, it's, I mean like those, that marketing campaign is brilliant Yeah. and probably needs to be applied to more movies. <laughs> Maybe Star Wars. Um, yeah. the, well, that, I mean, that the movie is jump. three hours, so. Yeah. yeah. And it doesn't feel like it. No. Like no. I could have gone for another hour. It was so oh, much yeah. fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was kind of sad when it was yeah. wrapping up. Well, I was sad for a lot of reasons when it was <laughs> wrapping up. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, that five-year jump happens, and I was like, this is great. Like, cause oh, it, 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 has to, I, I, I didn't think oh, about yeah. man's daughter like being a teenager by the yeah. time she gets out. Like, yeah. Oh, was, man. Even then, I started so to like a little teared up. I'm like, oh, man, because you realize how much he's missed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and how much she – like, in a day, she lost everything. Mm-hmm. Like, that was the one character that I felt like needed 20 seconds more because you saw her on the porch – and she's so happy, but you're like, no, like, she lost everybody. You I know? know it'd be a little inappropriate, but when they played the uh, the horn from the van from Ant Man, I kind of wanted his cousin Nacho to be there and be like, okay, so I was sitting there and he oh, talked yeah. about how he got snapped away, but I mean, <laughs> yeah. it wouldn't have fit. Pace wise, yeah. tone for that moment. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. I get it, but it would have been awesome. It's amazing how much dramatic heft they give Ant Man in this movie. Yeah, like I'm, I like I knew they'd give him stuff to do, but like we get a lot with him. <laughs> the and best, it's the bastard child of the cinematic universe. This might be Paul Rudd's best performance. Ever in a movie, yeah. and he's like even years old now. yeah, no, oh. but he still looks like a god. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's on the old and hot list for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that part after uh, Hulk does the snap, and then he's like uh, staring out, like yeah. everything's fine, and then Thanos just like lays oh. waste to the Avengers. Oh, I thought he was dead. Headquarters. I yeah, thought uh, they. I was like, they just killed a man. Holy yeah. shit. Because like, it's amazing, and Thanos in this one is way more destructive than he was in Infinity War. Like yeah. in, the, in the scheme of like just assaulting. That well, yeah, compound. he's a, he, well. Like I say he's a warmonger in this. Yeah, one. And, yeah, yeah, and in this one, like you said, he doesn't have that four years of like failure where he slows yeah. himself down and just like he also doesn't have the stones to be precise. Like when he was zipping yeah. around in Infinity War, like mm-hmm. he can just show up wherever he wants and then cause chaos. He doesn't yeah. have to like bombard them from a distance right. and then go in right. himself. Yeah. And and in in Infinity War, like he has a very deliberate, well thought out plan. Whereas this one, he's just like, just show up and just let everybody out of the box. Like, yeah, I the saw I got giant survive. monkey monsters. Like, come on! I saw a cl- I saw a clip show on YouTube. Now I know how to do this. Yeah, like, <laughs> basically, when he's looking at Nebula, which I love that Nebula also got a lot yes. to do in this movie. Yeah, like her arc. Like and fighting herself and shooting herself, like is like not herself but her other self. Yeah, was I? Karen Gillian's great in the movie. Like, yeah. I mean, everybody's great, but like Ant Man and Karen Gillian stuck out to me as like, wow, we, we don't really get a lot of time with these characters, like other than Ant Man, but like in a different context. Because even in Ant Man and the Wasp, Ant Man is like a guest character in his own movie to a degree. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so this is too much. There's not enough time for like serious stuff in Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah. It's yeah, just exactly. like very short. It gives him the breathing room to have yeah. a character that isn't just relying on laughs. Which... And going back to your point, I felt like everybody in this movie had a good amount of screen time, oh, yeah. had a good yeah. mm-hmm. like little arc that they went on. Cap, Iron Man, Thor, um, Nebula that you brought up, yeah. Ant-Man, Hawkeye. That's because like, only 30% of this beat. movie is an action movie. Like yeah. 70% of this movie is let's let's have Thor be sad and go talk to his mom. Yeah, and a like, time, or a time travel dra- drama. Yeah. And even when there is action, usually there's emotion behind it. Mm-hmm. You right. know, like when you have the sequence with Hawkeye and Scarlet Witch on Vormir, 
like yeah that's an action sequence but they're basically sort of, yeah. competing Black Widow, scarlet witch oh sorry <laughs> yeah black widow <laughs> Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson, witch. <laughs> they hung out on Earth at the funeral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I See? man. Um, anyway, so they start. So they they're gonna go back in time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. And yeah, they gotta they gotta sit around and figure out like draw out a plan, which you is really cool. Hit, do like highlights from the Marvel universe, yeah. and it's really cool because you see how Loki survives. Um, and he might still be alive now because he took the Tesseract and went away. Um, yeah, That's... but if you replace the stones, doesn't that reset everything so that stuff like that isn't broken? It kind of does. The whole, the, but... the Actually, whole time yeah, travel concept right. in this movie is weird. That is, that is a hanging chad here that they don't address. But I'm guessing um, Disney Plus might have an answer for us. That's true. <laughs> um, because because at some point, the Tesseract has to go back. That's a thing that they don't fix, is they, they broke the timeline yeah. on the Tesseract, and then they went and broke it again and fixed that one, but they didn't fix... They didn't fix the Loki you know, part. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's uh, huh. it, it just little things. But yeah, so it's basically a greatest hits of Marvel, but told in a different way. Mm-hmm. I mean, the audience, Not I could the feel them start hits. to clap when... Cap shows up in an elevator with all the dudes from Shield. Oh God! And um, Hell Hydra. Yeah, yeah. And, and he leans in and does Hell Hydra. It's just a spitting in the face of when Marvel Comics did it. Which is a, yeah, it's like a really oh, recent yeah. comics reference. Oh yeah. oh yeah, Nick Spencer peed himself a little when he saw oh, this yeah. movie, and was and and like stood up and held his fists in the air like I I fucking did it. Fuck all you people. Like. <laughs> Oh man, that's so, a great. I, edit. I, I was great. That's a great edit where they cut to him already having the the suitcase in his hand and just walking yeah. on. He's just smiling. <laughs> yeah. oh, um, so good. So back to the tesseract thing. I think because they jumped ahead of the tesseract to get a new one, that it makes the Loki part not happen. It like it negates that. Oh, because it would never maybe. be in New well, York. Well, <laughs> no, because they're still so their version of time I travel. Would, I guess it would be when Captain America brings a tesseract back. Right. Because if he brought it back the during 70s. the 70s or the 40s, because even if he brings it back, then, you know, Red Skull still happens. Right. Um, yeah, that's the thing is, is that the truth is the, the Tesseract from that moment at the end of Avengers on isn't needed until the beginning of Infinity War. Yeah. Like no one uses the Tesseract. I mean, it, it, it actually hangs out in Asgard until the end of, of Ragnarok, right? Yeah. At which point Loki gets it. So the truth is... If Loki just gets it earlier, the only problem is that him leaving in Avengers means that he's not in prison in Thor in two. Thor two. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Cap going to Vormir though. We don't get to see him fight the Red Skull again. Yeah, oh that's, yeah, that's, yeah. that would have been sad. a fun scene. <laughs> yeah how how Cap puts the Soul Stone back is a, is another weird one, mm-hmm. but yeah. but I don't care because because yeah. he's got to go dance because I have seen immediate backlash on. Cap's whole thing with that, with that whole, with his time travel element, and I'm just like, it's a movie. It's, it's time travel. It's the right way to finish that character, guys. It, it, yeah, but, yeah, and it, time... but is, that, is that even really the Red Skull, though? I mean, I think it's just the we embodiment of him. I was I almost expecting that character to show up as someone else this time. He's supposed mm-hmm. to be Death. So is he really? Yeah, well, then like that he's Thanos oh. would hit on her. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say like, <laughs> if, it, if it was Death, then I really wish in the first movie it had been a lady. Um... <laughs> But 
But yeah, yeah. no, like the time travel, like it, yeah, it has flaws. But so does back as we've <laughs> as we heard in the dialogue. So does Back to the Future. So, so, does that, everyone so it doesn't friggin' matter. <laughs> yeah, I, I I could hear my poor mom sitting next to me, like just groaning because she she'll love a good time travel movie. She hates when they talk about the time travel though. So there was that long sequence when they're where they're arguing, like where where Bruce is talking about it. Right. I, could, I I could hear her just going, ugh. Man, because it's a but, lot of like, and also uh, Bruce Banner also says, "I don't know." <laughs> right. like, <I'm> just, like, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I was talking oh, about this with people on the internet, and so basically, in most movies and TV shows, time travel boils down to working one of three ways. One, it's a causal loop, so like Terminator, where it's always happened, going back in the past to try to fix it, is what actually causes it oh, to happen in the first place. Right. <laughs> the second one is like in Back to the Future, where it's like a single timeline, but if you go back and you change it, it creates a new timeline. Right. So the future you came from no longer exists. Right. And then the third one is the multiverse theory, where what you do in the past, that just creates a different alternate timeline right. or universe. Which it seems like that's what Tilda Swinton's uh, suggesting when she does her little magic thing to explain Right, it. but then yes. they say something about how the stones protect the integrity of the timeline, so... It's kind of unclear with which one of the three they're trying to go with. Well, so they're trying to go with number two. There is that scene where they discuss that whole strategy, and what they're talking about is that when you go back, your when you're back in the past, Mm -hmm. where you are is now your current. But the weird thing is, like that's their explanation, which is which is essentially a Back to the Future argument. But when you come back to the future, like. You know, so it's kind of like they're used. They're they're doing sort of a like things are inevitable sort of a thing where time will correct itself and you can't make big changes mm-hmm. without basically like creating a schism. Um, but it's not it's not terribly solid, and I think part the way they get away with that is having all the smart people kind of go like, well, I don't know. Because there's, you know? there's that great scene because um, Robert Downey Jr. You know, he Iron Man wants nothing to do with the Avengers anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I mean, the first time I cry in the movie is when he tells uh, them he's like, "I lost the kid," mm-hmm. and it's it's yeah, it's heartbreaking. And then you know, yeah. he's then he has his falling out, and then they try to convince him, and then I think it's such a great scene when it goes back to him and he figures out how to do it. Yeah. And then he's talking to his daughter because he realizes Shit. that he's not going to go back into the time that the people were wiped away right he's gonna make it so they can come back now right yeah because he doesn't want to lose everything he's gained right and i think that's a really cool argument and uh rdj crushes it in this movie go to sleep or i'll sell you all your toys (laughs) this raises actually my biggest question which is shouldn't ned be like five years older than peter now like uh, how are they? Away. How are they gonna snapped? go? Yeah, like are, did all his friends get snapped? Because they're all going on a field trip this fall, and so they all they seem did. like they're the same age. I think we're just so gonna like find how out does in that school movie. work? I, like is I Peter still think in college it before Infinity War? Oh, because I mean, well, I mean, they do have the scene at the end. Europe, Peter's back at school, though. but they've deliberately yeah. said. I think Ned. I think Ned got snapped away. I think most it's, of his. It's possible that yeah. It, it's possible their argument is just going to be because uh, his friends get snapped away. Because all because of all the people we tried to discuss last year about who got snapped and who didn't, we never did discuss Ned. 
Yeah. yeah. See, like, oh, it's yeah. The one very... we didn't expect. Spider-Man is the only, <laughs> or Peter's the only Spider-Man character that we got confirmed, yeah. right? Like, yeah, we don't, exactly. We don't well, know where MJ hasn't aged MJ. either, so I'm guessing Aunt May. Yeah, but that's because she's Marissa Tomei. She doesn't age. Like, <laughs> it's true, too. <laughs> Oh, Keanu didn't age any. Like, of I course. think it would make more sense with how the Marvel movies are like lining up to have Far From Home be set before this, because I don't want to see the world post Endgame until whatever's after Far From Home. <laughs> we don't we have no idea what that is. <laughs> yeah, see, which is actually kind of great. Like, I well, the, yeah, yeah. The part with Sp- like in the trailer, Spider Man kind of like I don't want to bring the suit with me would make sense now that Tony's dead. Like, he's right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yep. I mean, they've said they've said that home or that Far From Home is post Endgame, but the end of four. Yeah, uh, or, or it, the end of phase, phase three. I mean. Yeah. So after um, after Spidey, we get Phase Four. Yeah. Um, okay. Which is anyway. I still think we'll it should have been. It may be that it'll. Yet. There's going to be one scene at the beginning where like they say, "Oh yeah, well we all got snapped, so it's fine." Yeah. You're like, okay, well, whatever. Yep. <laughs> it's, it'll be fine. Um, or or Ned will be in college and Peter won't be. This could make for a really good, like, Twilight Zone esque, like, spin off series of just right. people coming back from the snap and finding out that their loved ones are, you know, aged <laughs> five years. And... I mean, I think that's actually a great thing if you come back from the snap and you're, you know, they've moved on. Mm-hmm. Like, where do you oh, go yeah. from there? Yeah. Your, like hus- your husband's married to some other hussy yeah. and you're like, oh. Have Rocket Raccoon introduce each episode like Rod Serling with a cigarette. <laughs> this, is, awesome. this is basically a sequel series to The Leftovers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what happened to the people who got snapped when they were in planes? Did they appear well, in if, the air or in the plane? Uh, they just appeared at home. Yeah. Yeah. They just show up. Yeah. That's convenient. Everybody, you know, Hulk really thought about it and was like, I want everybody to appear in their old bed. So everybody, everybody woke up in bed. Hope, hope nobody's old bed's in yeah. the garbage. Everybody, everybody <laughs> woke landfill. up. Everybody woke up on their toilet. Um, <laughs> what about people who live in who share the same toilet? <laughs> it was awkward. Yeah, well, a though, lot of poop everywhere. Because he knew that when they were brought back, they'd shit themselves from excitement. It was a, it was a really good they're all on the joke. toilet. I want to see the logistics of how the snap. And the reverse snap work. Well, it, um, it's entirely possible. That, <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it's human beings. Thing. So, the, if, so the if, Avengers if get all the powers. The end, <laughs> human <laughs> beings were just falling from the sky. That would have that would have been good. Like, no, I'm just kidding. Um, Speaking anyway, of things falling from the sky, though. So the Avengers break off into teams, and they each have <laughs> yes! a job to get. Um, <laughs> That's so right. They right. each have their own stones, and so we'll pick up with Black Widow and Hawkeye uh, with Red Skull. Yeah. And I thought it was actually a really shocking moment yeah. um, because everyone expected it to be Hawkeye who would sacrifice himself. Mm-hmm. And the it's, scene of them fighting each other to kill themselves. Especially because she has her own movie. Yeah. So <laughs> that was one of those great moments where, like, they made a choice knowing that we're all going, like, well, it, I mean, Black Widow's going to live. She's got her own movie coming. Well, it's a prequel. So yeah. that, that is her end. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, so th- you know it's a uh, and it's a good one. Yeah, and it's they, such a good contrast to what happens in Infinity War with Thanos and Gamora, because yeah. it's oh, like yeah. he just pushes her and well, he like drags right. her and then throws well, her. I mean, difference but between this, a villain and a hero, right? Exactly. <laughs> it's like you have one person like straight up murdering the other, and then you have these two people who are fighting each other to be the one to sacrifice themselves. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's, and so this is a callback to Age of Ultron too, because. Remember, Black Widow says she can uh, she can never have a family, right. and her family is the Avengers. So she's going to save her family and Hawkeye's family because he has something to live for. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's 
bigger sacrifice. Yeah. And she even says she's, in the first one that she has read in her ledger and she'd like to wipe it clean. Exactly. This is maybe her way of mm-hmm. doing that and she's, in her mind. she's, as a character, basically completely severed because like when you get that scene where she goes and meets with Banner and Banner is all Hulk now, like you can tell like whatever they had is gone. Yeah. Like, yeah. like you know, she loved Banner, but like Hulk Banner is not the same. Yeah. Um, and so, like, literally, like, yes, she still has these people she cares about, but basically all she can do is, you know, die. There's that scene. Well, there's that scene. <laughs> just, where as a, just as a character beat. Like, the lady next to me was bawling her eyes out. Oh, and, oh you were sitting next to me? <laughs> no. So this lady next to me, I mean, me. I understand that it's, you know, record. a movie, but she was, like, crying really loud and eating popcorn at the same time. She was so distracted. She's like... <laughs> I hate this popcorn. Why do I eat? And then her boyfriend, she got up and went to the bathroom, and he busted out his cell phone. Oh, shit. And started using it. I seriously just stared at him until he stopped, until he, like, felt me looking at him. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-huh. And then he goes, nice. And put it away. (laughs) You should have been, like, slowly reaching for the white card as you're doing it. No, you should have just slowly reached for his phone and thrown it across the room. I do wish Laura was with me, because... I just stare at people. Yeah, Laura says something. To oh yeah, yeah, uh, she does. It's great. <laughs> or you do the. Would you turn off your like, phone? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I just did the stare until he felt me. Yeah, I thought it was really effective. Yeah. Oh, the hey, buddy, I'm a cop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Put it. Put it down. Yeah. <laughs> the hard stare. Yeah, like the, padding, the, the yes. Paddington maneuver. Right. That's... Uh, I don't, I've never seen Paddington. So. Oh my gosh, Ryan! Uh, oh, they're so good. What is this? <laughs> I care about Avengers more. Um, <laughs> Paddington would totally join the Avengers. Yeah. Sorry, Henry. <laughs> and they get ripped in half by fucking Thanos. Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> Is he full of marmalade? Because Thanos would rip him half and just go, oh. Wow. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What would Thanos do? <laughs> marmalade coming uh, out, not jizz. Henry, <laughs> please, Henry, please send a voicemail responding to this atrocity that we've just heard. Uh, <laughs> so you see the Avengers are on their own mission. <laughs> <Yes>. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I do want to talk Cap, about Cap fights oh. himself. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go for it. Yeah, Cap fights himself, which was pretty funny. And they all mention his ass. Yeah, <laughs> that's, America's that's America's ass. ass. <laughs> so, and good. then he looks down and he says, "That is America's ass." Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, and before that, before that though, I can do this all day. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> which was kind of good because then he doesn't say it at the end. Yeah. Which like, I kind of thought he might. Yeah, that one shot of him fighting Thanos and he doesn't have to. Man. They really not said you just Avengers know. assemble ever. No, no, no they they've cut never. away in Age of Ultron because he says yeah. Avengers, uh, and then they. So mm. yeah, yeah, that was, was great. Because awesome. Josh <laughs> Whedon was a cheeky bastard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, it's true. Chills, like, man. So they get the Infinity Stones, <laughs> and the only person that can do it is Hulk. They think, and um, or Sir- we're two hours into the movie yeah. now. So like, somehow we went from oh they kill Thanos, and then two hours later they have the stones. In the same time, Thanos figures out that they're trying to get the stones, and he now he knows he yeah. doesn't have to go look for them because they're going to be in one place. Right. Actually, my well, one <laughs> negative point of the movie is the typography of all the dates and locations. <laughs> oh, because they change? Those fonts don't work together, and then being two different <laughs> colors, like, I think they did it better in the last one. I don't know why they changed it up. They did in Civil the, War, too. Um, so we skipped over the fact that they, they Dr. Smith... Um, uh, Nebula, so like Nebula switch from from Matrix Reloaded, where Doctor oh. Smith goes into that dude. Um, so they, you know, it's the <laughs> same it, thing. That like Mr. The Smith? <laughs> Mr. Smith, yeah, you're right. Sorry, not Doctor Smith is lost in space. Doctor um, Smith goes inside this dude. 
We're doomed. Well, We're doomed. Surgeon. He's a surgeon. That's okay. Yeah. Um, so when, just like when Elrond goes inside that dude, mm. um, <laughs> uh, they they swap Nebula past Nebula Nebula Prime and Nebula Secondary. Um, this, well, however you differentiate them. See, that's why and then she, the time travel in this mu- movie is confusing because if this was multiverse theory, then it would make sense. But they're trying to act like it's one timeline. So that's like, okay, so then where is this totally other Thanos and Nebula? Yeah, fine. No. Yeah, they came from the past. Yeah, so then... But like in a different universe, sort of. But then it creates a paradox, because then if you kill the past no. Thanos in the future, then no. what happens to the past timeline? It's it all so stays dumb. the same, because past Thanos in your past is, still did all that shit. Hulk said the line, I don't know, we're dealing with time travel, I don't know what's going to happen. So <laughs> right. that answered it for yeah. me. I'm like, I, I, I don't Treat care. it in <laughs> your head, treat it like <laughs> like a multiple timeline theory. Yeah. Okay, so yes. that works. Right, Sure. Um, <laughs> it's open-ended time travel. It's whatever. But it also be. means that there's another time tra- timeline where Thanos didn't happen. Went out of time, and everybody happen. there is fine. Yes, <laughs> I know. I want to live in that universe. Um, <laughs> we just go back to when Thanos is a baby, and you know, that was really dark. <laughs> how it should have ended where uh, where Tony adopts baby Thanos. Oh okay, no! Well, because they even mentioned that that even if they killed Thanos as a baby, it wouldn't change where they're at. Right. Well, that was right. Banner's original science only based theory, and then <laughs> yeah. the ancient one corrects him. Because mm. I think the ancient one's talking about Back to the Future Part Two, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, the yes, the ancient one is saying that if you don't have the Infinity Stones where they are, so you do a Doc you Brown. Get, she's like, you, you have get to go a Doc back Brown. to this point in the ultimate yeah. reality right. on yes. the chalkboard, right? Mm-hmm. Um, correct. Yeah. Well, you have to get the almanac back in 1955. So no, so what she's <laughs> saying what she's saying is that in their timeline, so like in Bruce's timeline, it'll be fine because he's going to go get the stones and he'll get to save the day in his timeline. But in her timeline, she won't have the stone anymore and things are going to go bad and that's where he's saying like, yeah, if you go back then then my timeline gets to be your timeline and everybody's fine. And she's like, okay. Like, fine. Well, actually, she's like, no. And then Doctor Strange convinces her through time. So then Hulk snaps. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, birds come back. Which is great. Oh, that yeah. moment's awesome. Oh, man. Because then you know he did it right. Um, and he's got to be so strong. And so, like, the last battle, what it's I love awesome. about this movie is you, you kind of know what's going to happen. Yeah. But when it happens, it's still amazing. Um, because, yeah. But you also don't know a lot of the details. Yeah, that's what you I mean. Don't like, know, it's like you know that um, Valkyrie's going to show up and help. You don't know she's going to be on a fucking Pegasus. <laughs> like, you know that they're going to figure out how to stop Thanos. You don't know that they're going to figure out that the glove they made is actually Iron Man's glove the whole time and he can just take the stones back. Yeah. Like, you di- there's so many really smart beats and different oh, twists. Yeah. And- because, you know, it's. Um, and I even. See, the, I love the part too where Thanos just sits and waits for him. Yeah, because he knows that he's going to get the the gauntlet's going to have to come to him eventually. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, even Thor says, "Oh no, he's just sat there, hasn't done anything." And then they try to fight him, and um, the, you know, they then Cap gets you know stands up to him and gets the shit kicked out of him, and he has that huge gash, and he tightens the shield on him uh, to stop from bleeding out. Yeah, and so um, and then. 
Thanos has his villain moment where he says, you know, I usually don't care, but I'm going to really enjoy destroying your world. And then you see his army. And, and then his sad. army shows up, and you're like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, Doctor Strange opens. portals open. Oh, no, before God. that, you hear Sam Wilson going on your left. Yeah. And then, oh, yeah. and then you oh, see. And, you yeah. see oh. well, and that's and, such a beautiful and, moment, too. And you see the wonderful Lacondon leader walk out gloriously, and then in the back, his entire fucking army. Oh. The, I did not expect the battle the final battle the way it plays out with everybody there i i honestly did not call it because i thought they were going to keep it more insular with the original crew but like yeah. when it happened i was blown away and, and i love nice that the loudest cheer was for spider-man that. in my screening yeah. <laughs> uh, kill. Sure? oh yeah i'm positive <laughs> it's probably that annoying it, lady behind you spider <laughs> spider-man instant kill well because even like but spider-man's like entrance is badass yeah it is. Mm-hmm. and then he says mr stark uh, i was okay then i felt like i was going to dust and it's been I, the strange guy told me it's been five years <laughs> <laughs> he's like remember when i got all ashy well i must have passed out because oh. I woke up five years later. <laughs> oh, oh, this is nice. <laughs> yeah, when Aww. Tony Stark hugs him, this is yeah. nice. Because remember, in oh, Spider-Man uh, Homecoming, Homecoming, he's like, nope, I'm not, not hugging, hugging you. Just open the door. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're not there yet. <laughs> so good, man. And then uh, the and whole then thing. Like, no, don't go, Tony. Yeah. So, so I thought that Ant-Man was dead. Um, and I almost wish they'd left me thinking he was dead and that, and you know, or Rhodes and then, no, Giant Man's better. <laughs> yeah. no, 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 I mean, I mean like I, until Giant Man happens, oh, okay, okay. because if, if, if you just thought like that, that Rocket and mm. Rhodey were drowning under the building and then all of a sudden, like you just get like the call from Ant-Man and he jumps on a pencil and you're like, oh. <gasps> And then he got big. I, that would have been. That I would have peed myself. Like that would have been so great. Those um, poor theater. Because once people. I knew he was, once I saw him like crawling out of rubble, I was like, "Oh, dude, he's got to go, Giant Man, and save those people." Mm-hmm. Um, but I, at that point, because I was thinking about that, I wasn't thinking about like he squishes an alien know. with his foot. He does, Giant Man. He d- yeah, cold. once again <laughs> captures my attention like he did in Civil War. And then I, I, I so I have a Marvel team up. I think it's one forty three. Where Spider Man is attached to Thor's hammer, and then they did this in this movie. And oh like, yeah! Oh my god! So good. And, and there's and then, so many and then amazing little queens, combos. Like he's like calling back. And, yeah. And ah. Like well, and him him riding on the Pegasus with with Valkyrie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a moment where almost like Avengers kind all of the people who are like. How come Marvel doesn't have any female superheroes until Captain Marvel comes around? Because they were saving they literally, them for that ep- epic fucking no, shot. <laughs> no, because there were all nine of them that have already always been there, yeah. except for Black Pan- or Black Widow. But this is what I mean. Like, this is like, why this movie is so great. The uh, expectations, because so you know the Avengers are having a hard time with Thanos and his army, and then they, you know what's going to happen, but it's still amazing when they say, "Why are they shooting up?" You just see Captain yeah. Marvel. <laughs> Something's entered the atmosphere. <laughs> Which I was surprprised how little she actually figured into the movie. Yeah, too. except for like yeah. that point and the beginning. But their argument for it is really good. Like yeah. it actually makes me really excited yeah. for Captain Marvel movies because I'm like, oh man, there's whole other yeah. planets. Yeah, she says, she's, she's like, like, there's literally thousands of and planets. none of them have you guys. Yep. Yeah, like you, you all are better off. Yep. Yes, and also, also Ground Zero. Gives us so man, more time to focus on the original yeah. Avengers. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. she's got a nerve. But yeah, but that that is an amazing. Uh, yes. all-female superhero shot. Yeah. 
It's I so like good. how they shot down that uh, haircut comet um, via rocket. <laughs> oh, <laughs> which yeah. is great. <laughs> yeah. There's so so many dumb things that people will say on the internet that this movie just addresses and calls you stupid for. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> fruit face. Uh, yeah, D- right. Don't worry, it's the internet. They'll find another way to be pissed off. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it's okay because um, we've got this movie to enjoy. Uh, which, by the time we get to, are we at the point now where we're like in the literal last 20 minutes of this film where yeah. Tony Stark and Chris Evans make me cry like a little bitch on the floor? Because so they do that. The internet spoiled both of those for me. No! Whoa. Really? I did spoil it for it. What did you go to where you found out the spoilers for it? The internet. <laughs> But, Social I mean, media. But where? <laughs> people like actually just posting photos or whatever? No. Twitter. <laughs> they were, yeah, it was Tumblr. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> well, still social now. media? Yeah. <laughs> All the more reason that Tumblr needs to die. <laughs> more, more like anti-social media, man. Uh, I'm sorry. That's terrible. Literally, Although, on fr- all day Friday, like, I was just trying really hard not to be like, on the internet. The Captain Time Travel thing was pretty obvious. Like, everybody kind no, of theorizing about it. it. No. No. Maybe, maybe I'm an idiot. theory that he was going to oh. go back and live oh, yeah, I his fully, life with Peggy. I fully expected that, that there was going to be a moment. When they started splitting up, I was like, oh, they must be going to, like, World War II era. Because, like, he's going to get his dance. I didn't know he was going to go back and then just stay back. Um, mm-hmm. but I, f- I knew he and Peggy were going to get a moment. Oh, it wasn't well, until the end of the movie. I was like, oh, I already shit. seen that theory that yeah. he was going to get sent back in time yeah. and live but out there his were a life lot of theories. Her. There were, there and, all, were. <laughs> and all great movies end in the forties with a nice slow dance to a ba- to a swing band song. I mean, uh, uh, that guys, would be, um, how, what song is that? That's kiss um, me once I don't know. and kiss me twice and kiss me once again. It's been oh, a yeah. long, long, no, I don't that's not so the name of the song. So, I think it's anyway. Anyways, I um, watched Iron Man one last night with my parents, oh. and it was like I, they haven't seen an Endgame yet, and they probably won't for a while. But I was trying so hard not to cry during it, different parts, like when he's at the press conference and he says, "Like I never got to say goodbye to Dad." Yeah, and then I was like, "Ah!" But he does. It's been a long, ah. long time, Harry James. And the, there were a couple of other things. Like I felt like somebody must have gone back and watched Iron Man to be like, all right, how does, like, what character beats do we need to hit in right. Endgame to give this character a satisfying end? You know, yeah. I, I almost believe that they're at a table like this in the Marvel offices, and they have Cap, Iron Man, these right. are the certain things we have to hit. Oh, they, oh they've yeah. got to have a dry ease board filled with notes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the movie does him such a respectful end yeah, and, and gives him everything he needs. and And not in a, like put a bow around it everything is a great way like him dying has so much terrible weight to it mm-hmm. but and the ca- i understand like, that people on the internet are pissed off that it's like oh you couldn't wrong. give him his happy ending and he, yes, he had he, to die but and, he does yeah. kind of have a happy yeah. ending because right. his kid makes it and yeah. and because it gives vindication to all the things he has been doing and yes. has said for four or five films right mm-hmm. like yeah like his whole argument of iron man one he's willing to sacrifice himself right. so that obadiah dies yeah well, and and he he's kind of partially he's very mm-hmm. much responsible and partially the villain in in age of ultron yeah he is um the harder side of the conversation in civil war where you don't really want to agree with like he always takes like the less understandable, more hardline, 
very kind of conservative and afraid side of the argument. He's heavily swayed and, by emotion. And was kind of right. Like, he makes some bad decisions along the way because he has, he's sort of burdened with a vision. He's cursed with knowledge. Right, mm-hmm. yes. And like, so to can give finally him, rest. Yeah, yeah, to give him that moment, like that's why that moment when, when um, Pepper says to him, like, we're going to be okay, is so huge. Right. And he's not, she's I, not just talking about her and Morgan. What I think you know? what's great about too is uh, he didn't have some monologue before he died. No. It was just he's. I am Iron Man. You know, it's I'm. I mean, even after I'm talking about when he's dying. Yeah, he's just he can't do it. He can't do anything. He that's the last thing he says is I am Iron Man. Yeah, Yeah. he doesn't. He doesn't give up until Pepper says we're okay. Yeah. Um, I don't. I mean, I don't know what. I I don't know at what point. I think I know the point that hit me. Like he's really gone is when Favreau and um, his kid are discussing, and she says she wants cheeseburgers, and I fucking lost it because I had just rewatched the first Iron Man, and that's the first thing he wants when he gets back into American soil. I I want an American cheeseburger. This movie's (laughs) fucking wrecked me. Burger King. Um, Hey, he'd been in a cave for three months. Yeah, (laughs) no no judgment. I had been. I'd gotten a, cu- a little teary a few times throughout the movie, but nothing serious until he does get his death speech. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was the moment where I was wrecked. Like, like the first five minutes of Lincoln just wrecked. Um, <laughs> and, and from then on, be like, out of the theater. Yeah. Like from then, on, from then on, so sensitive that anything that they did just got me. <laughs> Um, but his speech is such a beautiful, like reconciliation oh, yeah. of his character. And, and that's the moment bitch. where this movie transcended for me. Right. Like I, cause I thought earlier I on, I was like, man, yeah. we're, Son of a bitch. we're watching, yeah, we're watching this movie that is like great. It is a great, great, fun, actiony, well put together, tight film, that just happens to be the greatest cinematic achievement of all time. Like this is fun. And then that moment happens and the movie transcends and has something to say. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that was the point at which I was like, holy shit. And, and yes, I, cards on the table. Like he's telling the story about getting through dark times and hoping his daughter lives in a better yeah. world. Yeah. And I'm sitting next to my pregnant wife. So who literally, Baby was kicking the whole movie, <laughs> and so like half Get of the movie, here. like so. Yeah. So I relate Can't to that too because movie. when you oh. when I ask Kellen how much he loves me, he says forty seven thousand twenty seven. Like just says all <laughs> oh these big God. numbers. Yes, and I'm like, oh, that's exactly what kids say. Yeah, and I also got me too. So I'm such a baby for superhero stuff, anyways. Is especially when it. So I, you know, I cry when Spider Man shows up, even though I know he's coming back. Yeah, and then there's a little subtle thing that. um you know, Tony's lying down and Doc Strange is doing this and then he holds up the one. Yeah. I'm like, oh, fuck, they're going to kill Iron Man. Oh, and, yeah. And it's it still got me. And then, you know, Peter saying Mr. Stark, Mr. Stark. And then even Gwyneth Paltrow has a great moment and uh, with him at that moment. And, yeah, it's everything building up to that is and pretty he, great. He has to kind of know going in, too, because he knows that, like... The Hulk could barely... Well, no, 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 no. It's, it's that... The... that Doctor Strange tells him that the only timeline where they serve, that where they win is one in which Tony's alive, so that's why he has to give the stone away. And so Tony kind of has to know in the back of his head, like that probably means that Tony is 
the one at the end or or has to yeah. die in order to save everybody yeah. and if that's true if they're in that one timeline tony kind of knows like okay everything's going to be this is the best timeline for everyone but me maybe yeah mm-hmm. you know like i have to be the one and it is that it's that moment where you know, he pulls the power stone off the glove and punches Carol Danvers in the face. Which I'm and not gonna like, lie, was pretty oh. neat because I, 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 oh yeah, I, I God, I was like, wow, I didn't see that one coming. Yeah, <laughs> and it, and kind of good in a movie where that character has gotten so overpowered. Yeah, like where you just see her and you're like, holy shit, Phase Four is going to be bigger. Mm-hmm. Like to have a moment where somebody punches her in the face and you know, like, oh, okay, she has, she's not, she's not Superman. Yeah, like, this, she, this isn't dumb. And it's right. a good um, reminder for how powerful the stones are individually. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. Um, Especially the power stone. And then that moment when he runs over and he's wrestling with him, and I, I realized I was like, that's not your glove. Yeah. Like that's not that's not Thanos's glove. Mm-hmm. This is going to this is going to work. Yeah. Um it's so, so satisfying. Oh man. It's just great. Um I that ending with Cap though. Um like that wrecked me and I think it's the yeah. line that does it is uh when he's like are you going to tell me about her and he's like no. No, I don't think I'm going to tell you about her. Yeah. Like fuck. Oh. I like I I I bleh. I love this everything film. about that. I mean, it, and, and the fact that you know he told Bucky beforehand. Like, yeah. Hey, I'm oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. you know, but yeah, um, I guess he didn't tell Bucky that he'd be standing right by that, <laughs> by, by on that bench. No, but well, because you never know. Like, yeah, he, exactly. He has to survive to like ninety years old, and, which and, is fine. He's and, got the super. And super Chris Evans does a great old person voice. It's wonderful. He's a great <laughs> actor. His his performance in this film to me is wonderful. I love yeah. that we get that arc. I've loved first Avengers, the first Avenger film, like the, the Captain America, the first Avenger for so long to get the payoff for it. All this, all this time later yeah. was like, that was, I'm, I'm so glad it ended that way. Like on that final shot, like yeah. infinity war in this film, like end on gutsy notes. And the first one it's, Oh, Thanos won, And he's just going to sit in a Valley and reflect on the good job he did. And in this one, it's, Hey, it's, it's nothing big. It's just a dance between two people. And I love that. Um, in that the Avengers Assemble moment, like they kind of intentionally take Thor and Iron Man out of that and let that be a Cap moment, because mm-hmm. like Iron Man's gonna get his time, right? Like yeah. he's gonna get his heroic moment. Mm-hmm. Um, they let that kind of be the Captain America. You started this. Here's yep. what you've built. Mm-hmm. Now you gotta all everybody's gotta fight kind of moment. And um it's it's so amazing to know that when he's sitting on that bench that he's lived two whole lives. He has lived two whole lives. He oh, sticks that's with, true. oh yeah. Right. He has stuck with not only well, being no. frozen, but then going back and then living it all yeah. with Peggy all over again. But he's probably like a hundred effectively. I don't care. He's lived yeah. he's lived two lives effectively throughout this entire situation and it's wonderful. Because Peggy probably would have been like ninety, uh, so yeah, he's probably like one hundred and ten, something like that. Yeah, one hundred and fifteen. Uh, well, so. Pe- oh yeah, no, Peggy was like ninety when she died. Right, and then it's right. been like ten years or yeah. so. Right, so, it's I been mean, at least six I, or seven. Say that, yeah, Cass you know, was probably born nineteen nineteen, nineteen eighteen. Yeah, yeah well, but because because of the multiple multiple lifetimes there, right. he's he's something like a hundred and like twenty or one hundred and thirty even. Mm-hmm. Right? But the, but the serum takes care of that. Yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. right. No. Yeah, he's, Gives him some he he can't life. get old people diseases. No, he can't. The man doesn't get sick. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, loved it, loved it. Yeah, 
Love it. So good. They treated this like an old fashioned epic, which is amazing. Where it didn't just rely on the action, it had a lot of where, where emotion to it. After the intermission, which they had, they just talked about water rights for twenty for two hours. No, no. Well it's kind of cool because in Infinity War the last shot is Cap and he's like, Oh no, like what's happened? And then in this one it's Cap is the last shot. Yeah. But he gets his happy ending. Yep. So good. Man. And I like that credit at the end based on comics created by Stanley and Jack Kirby. Yeah, like they, I think they always have that. But. No, yeah. they've had just like created by Stan Lee, and then they would always put that small thing during the scrolling credits. Captain Characters America created by, by Joe Kirby. Simon and Jack Kirby. Mm, no, I don't think so. I think you're mixed. No, yeah, Jack Kirby's always been Jack Kirby is, and then they always have Captain America created by. Yeah, because because Stan Lee didn't create Cap. Yeah, no, I know, but I don't remember seeing and Jack Kirby in any of the other Avengers oh, movies. Yeah, definitely oh, is. totally, yeah. Okay. yeah. Because, yes, Stanley was, like, the corporate guy, but Stanley was also not the, like... Right. Uh, he's not the Bob Kane of, of the Marvel Universe. Again, Sorry, I don't Bob watch Kane. these MCU movies, like, every minute of every day, oh, so no, I don't no, remember I, the credits yeah. on them, but I, but thought, no, I he, thought for the longest Kirby time has, that they hadn't been giving him, like, the, the, oh, the no, shared no, no, credit no, no, no. on there. Part but. of that, I think, is because the Alamo did that, like, that Kirby thing, mm-hmm. which is fair because, yes, for the past, like, 15 years, everybody's been celebrating Stanley a lot, but mm-hmm. that's also because, like, Kirby died... 25 years ago right yeah you know uh or t- yeah yeah 25 years ago. didn't mean to push any buttons i just genuinely didn't no you, no, you didn't push buttons i just let you know mm-hmm. if they always say it there we go yeah, yeah. anyway well tony um, stark didn't waste his life no no, no. we got no. to see rescue uh what else did we get what's what's rescue oh um uh pepper Potts in an mm-hmm. iron man suit mm-hmm. okay um which was which was spoiled because she fucking tweeted about it which i think is why i think that scene with the daughter with the helmet is a pickup i don't think that was in the movie and then she tweeted because she's an idiot cause, and didn't think that putting on social media a picture of her in an iron man suit would be a big deal um and so everybody's for like two years known that she was going to do that. Um, Go back. To so I think they went back and they were like, oh, well, we'll just reveal it earlier and it won't be like as big a deal. Um, back to the goop. <laughs> I didn't pick up on that. Yeah. Um, Her magazine's like $12 an issue. Who's? Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth Paltrow has a magazine? It's called Goop. Well, the called pages goop? are probably woven out of goop. Tibetan. <laughs> Monk pure white fiber. <laughs> yeah. is it, is it, woven out of the ether. Is it an angry goop? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it's a it's a six page magazine. Where each page is two dollars. <laughs> if 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 I buy it and throw it on top of the firewood and and start a fire in my fireplace, do I have a luxurious fire? Yes. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna do it. Twelve bucks well spent. When it no. burns it releases the essence. I'm of... gonna heat myself with wealth. <laughs> Every page is made out of a, a very young Sapling of an apple tree. <laughs> um, see, because her daughter's name is Apple. Yes. Mm-hmm. Really anyway. excited to see Thor team up with the Guardians. Yeah. yeah. Maybe? Mm-hmm. To fight Adam Warlock? That'd be sweet. <laughs> Who's in charge here? <laughs> oh, you are. That was such a long, <laughs> that was a long scene. Yeah. Yeah. That was, was a so long. Awesome. What yeah. did he drop his bag on that smashed? Like I oh even I twice I couldn't tell what that was. Yeah, I didn't catch it. I don't know. So one question I did have. So he's searching for Gamora. So did the Gamora from the other timeline? <laughs> yeah, his his, the first his, Gam- his Gamora is dead. Yeah, no, his Gamora is dead. I know, but he sees the other Gamora. Yes, she the other Gamora has gone out into space. She is not at the funeral. So right, she's left. 
She just takes off. Okay. Like, she after yeah, she's like, because they, right. they yes. don't clarify that visually, so I'm confused. I didn't know she had disappeared in the snap. <laughs> yeah, she, she does, she doesn't get seen. No, no, she doesn't disappear in the snap. I guess that's true. Yeah. She, after she, like, uh, kicks him in the nards yeah, twice. That's the last scene we see of her. Which is great. You missed the first time. <laughs> um, yeah. Between that's, him that's and a tree. Uh, yeah, I guess well, I hadn't Quill, even thought about her dying in a snap. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I was just trying to clarify that. Like, I mean, it's pretty much established, but I'm just like, where'd she go? She wouldn't get counted as a bad guy considering that she helps stop Nebula, secondary Nebula. Right. Uh, no, I guess so. Funeral? What? Was Nebula at the funeral? Nebula's at the funeral because the Guardians are at the funeral. Right. Um, but Gamora is not. But Gamora is not. That's weird because like, I thought she was excited about them being sisters that she would just take off. Um. Yeah, but she killed How'd her she sister. Get away. Yeah, but she embraces her yeah. new prime. We sister. don't know where she is. <laughs> James so Gunn's Guardians of Galaxy like, Volume Three: The Search yeah. for Gamora. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, sure. That's literally well, the third Star Trek movie too. So. Yeah. Peter yeah. Quill <laughs> no, has perfect. to go back in time to convince Gamora to love him again. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And find some whales. Or else Marty McFly won't ever exist. <laughs> <laughs> that is one thing is I'm like, man, they've they've opened something here where they can just fix stuff with time travel. But what's great is it doesn't. Like yeah, they use the time travel, but literally every movie every character who's in the original Avengers movie is either dead or completely changed. Like Hulk is not the same Hulk. Mm-mm. Um uh, Hawkeye is not at all the same Hawkeye. That's why Those I... are the only two that survived the movie. <laughs> Thor. Oh, yeah, Thor. Yeah, yeah. Thor, Thor, Thor is no sense. longer the king. Yeah. yeah. Cap's alive, but he's an old man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cap, Cap could Cap theoretically show up again. Cap oh, is I'm alive. It's Sam Wilson. <laughs> yes, oh, which I'm, right. I'm super excited for that Falcon Winter Soldier series now <laughs> on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. I want to see them keep going. Yeah. God That'll damn. be great. Korg and Meager playing video games. This guy called me a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> what's that, what's so, the user guy? What's the user guy? Nude Master? <laughs> Nude Master 69. Nude 69. I will come over to that house where you live. Fly over there. <laughs> Thank you, though. Thanks, though. <laughs> yeah, we didn't actually use that word around here. Yeah. That's oh, why I really gosh. like the multiverse theory of time travel for this movie. Because yeah. then it could allow you to it's be Marvel, in so one or multiple. We know there's multiple universes. Alter- alternate realities. Yeah. Mm. Uh, this is universe six, two, four <laughs> billion dollars. Have they ever said they should totally make up that? Oh, I'm sure the Marvel Cinematic Universe has, has its own number? universe in the comic book world. Yeah, yeah, they've they've been doing it for a bit. No, yeah, I'm just wondering, like, is there a number? That, yeah, do we I don't know, know what that, the number is. I don't know. Two, four, three, six. Forty-two. All right. Ooh, I have no idea. Um, three thousand. <laughs> universe. Can two- it be three thousand? <laughs> Please. Someone someone posted a review saying like I loved um event, I loved Endgame three thousand out of three thousand would recommend it and I just started losing it again oh, like I'm just like fucking uh, goddamn Earth one nine 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 one nine 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 that's too many numbers so it's uh I guess you can say it's Earth one hundred and ninety nine thousand ninety nine weird because uh, when I typed in which universe MC <laughs> It popped up like that. Oh, I wow. just typed in which universe, and then it popped up. Have, have yeah. you Googled Thanos yet? No. Oh, yeah. I've I, seen the... I did it, but it didn't work for me. Infinity Gauntlet. Really? Yeah. It snaps it all away. You click the gauntlet, and... 
Oh no, I didn't click the gauntlet. Click the gauntlet. Yeah, click yeah. The gauntlet. Oh. yeah, I had the same I, It was yesterday. Too. It was yesterday because I was being so I was being very yeah. careful. Like when oh, I saw that sweet. thing, I was like, no, <laughs> I don't want to do it. Which is um, weird because then it erases like everything. Shouldn't it erase just half? Well, but it. But if you were paying for ads on Google, you'd be pretty pissed if they erased your ad, and not somebody else's. That's mm. awesome. Of course, Perf- who's paying for a Google, for a Google ads on Thanos? Perf- perfectly balanced, as all Google ads should be. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, going back to the question about like why doesn't he just double the resources? It might be because it would day. just overload. The planet. I like. To I don't know if it would be sustainable. I don't know about other planets, but at least for Earth, mm. it's yeah. like we already have a problem. Like Is right now, we have Friday? plenty of resources. Yeah. It's just distribution. That's mm. the so issue. So worldwide. I mean, or just if it's, it's already made up new planets. Yeah. yeah. If if you if well, that, but then that would entail his new that would entail his new space travel though yeah. and that would entail his new plan though which is just like I'll I'll, I'll reduce it to a single atom and then recreate it as I see fit he could be That's adding new plans to that you know you know and honestly like that would work better it's than the whole cut in half thing yeah. oh no it's two seventy that would be China more only. sustainable oh oh it's gonna break I mean that's his goal they're both it's an asshole goal yeah I was gonna say they're both at the whims of a despotic dickwad but I I mean yeah technically. The second Wait. plan's better than the first I one. I mean, it's one of those things where nobody mm-hmm. would Domestic. know that. Domestic 300? Yeah. For the weekend? But then if it's only, if it's already, yeah, if, if China does 600, then it could break a billion dollars in a weekend. So what, 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 what's, the, what's, the, what's, the, right what's the tally thus far? Uh, th- they're so they're expecting 300 for the weekend. 345 million. Yeah. Jesus H. Christ. Dom- they, domestically. They've already Jesus done, H. Christ. They've already done 156 on Friday. Fuck. And that and was just the new update I just got. And it's uh. done, it's already done, what, 270 in China? Uh, yeah, 217 in China. 217 so, in so China. So at what point So does, if it does the same thing for the next two days in China... And and we'll call that worldwide, <laughs> and then you and then it, yeah. I mean, okay, it, so it should break a billion dollars in a week. In one day worldwide, it's made four hundred and eighty-seven million dollars. Yeah, so it'll break a billion dollars in a weekend. So because today it'll be a little higher than that, and at, then tomorrow. At what point does Warner Brothers just say we give up? Well, no, you don't give up. I mean, they're no. actually making good movies. Yeah, they finally. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> now is the time they need to not give up. Yeah. <laughs> but they see that and they're just like, well, maybe if we sell to Disney. But <laughs> holy shit! No, don't do that. <laughs> I don't like, want it to happen. To that is a Blade Runner future I don't want. <laughs> I need to see Jorah Mormont play Batman. Yeah. Again, uh, I don't want it, but at what point do you see numbers like that and just go like, man, fuck it. But their, <laughs> their problem has nothing to do with them not being Disney. Oh, yeah, I know. Their problems span multiple different They're, theories and yeah. universes and everything. Yeah. You also need to earn it. Like, yeah. And they, oh, yeah. they spent right. 10 years, Dude. you know, like right. the original Captain America and stuff. Like, those These are the same people hits. who made Iron Man 2. It's yeah. it, like, you don't like <laughs> it's the same team. And that's why like anybody who has problems with the time travel, I'm just like, well, they've earned the right to do, to yeah. do it the way they want to this on, on this installment. Like, and it doesn't a, have to make concrete sense at, I mean, even though I think I don't find many flaws with it. But it doesn't have to make that concrete sense because they've already earned it with that goodwill they've built up over 11 years and 21 films. They made this a character movie. Yeah, exactly. This is a very character-driven movie. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, the time travel stuff doesn't matter that much. But it can have implications for the future, like series and It's fun to talk about. I'm just saying... It's not a but thing yeah, where I'm going to the... be like, this movie sucks because, you know, and yeah, there's going to be plenty of people on the internet who will. Well, but I think the no big one gives a shit. question is Cap. Like, if Cap went back in time, but then, like, why didn't he stop Hydra? Why didn't he stop? Because he already blah, did blah, stop blah. Hydra. 
Yeah, yeah, he doesn't need to do it again. I don't need to stop Hydra. I did it. I was married. You know I don't what? need to work that hard. You know why? Because he was so pumped. He was like, I'm going to stop him again. Yeah. <laughs> now, here's the interesting question. Did he have kids with Peggy and are they superheroes? Mm-hmm. Is that the Fantastic Four? Little Mikey Rogers. Yeah. Mikey are his Rogers. grandkids going to be the Fantastic Four? <laughs> That'd be so badass be if, really that, cool. if they retconned it that the Fantastic Four were Steve Roger and Peggy Carter kids. Yeah. Get out of my <laughs> room. Like, 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 grand, like grandkids. Yeah. Like they have daughters and their daughters marry somebody who named, uh, what's so his face? Badass. Richard Reed. Reed, like, yes. Reed Richards or yes. something? Yes. Yep. They marry a Reed and then or they have. Storms. And, and that Reed is super smart. And then they have super kids because all of that stuff is genetic. Mm-hmm. Um, awesome. Yeah. Even though, Doesn't like, Disney the, owns the Fantastic they Four do. now, yeah. so they can do whatever they want. Yeah. They can uh, make it part of see, the canon timeline. Here was the thing I was thinking about last night. That part of the conversation around this has also been like, "Well, who's the next big bad?" I kind of don't want one. Mm-hmm. Like, I kind of don't want them to do like this whole thing has been amazing, and it's kind of Joss Whedon's burden on the Marvel universe of like, "I introduced Thanos. That was fun. <laughs> I hope somebody figures that shit out." <laughs> out. Um, I'm gonna go remake Buffy. Yeah. <laughs> I learned yesterday that Korvac was the original, like, big bad in the Marvel Universe before Thanos. Mm. And now, oh, really? now that the Fantastic Four and, like, the X-Men are back, that might be... Yeah, you know... I, well, well, and people have talked I mean, about Galactus, Galactus a lot. Or even Kang the Conqueror, who is yeah. a time-traveling villain. Right. Um, mm. But, the like, I don't know that I need a... You don't. A three-phase, big... Ep- like, the truth is, like, do I want them to do Galactus? Yeah. But I want them to do Galactus, like over here in a Fantastic Four thing where some of those heroes come in and help and some don't. And, and like, this is that point where you can really break up the Marvel Universe and not need to have the next Avengers movie have every character in it. Yeah. Like, no. Like, these people are overdoing well, their thing. These people are you know, overdoing I think their thing. Doing, that's why they're doing the... The, I think that's why they're doing the, the TV series, series because yeah. you can stick with these guys and, you know, Black Widow is a prequel. Right. So I think they're filming that right now. Right. So you can make... Black Widow's the first one. They're working on the, you know, the Eternals, which I don't know. Um, and the, right. and then I don't know what else they're gonna do. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I'm I, the next like twelve months will be very exciting as they finally go like. I'm guessing Comic Con. Uh, we've been filming Doctor stuff. Strange for two months or like whatever. Well, because yeah, I know um, they're gearing up on that. And oh yeah. So I'm guessing Comic Con they'll probably yeah say something or no D23. Is, yeah, it'd be D23. It's D23. Because yeah. even this year, I think they just said the only thing Disney's bringing to D23 is is. Um, Skywalker, uh-huh. but then Mandalorian is only going to be a D23. Or I, I think I said that wrong. The only thing they're bringing to Comic-Con is Skywalker. Because and uh, D23 is in Anaheim this year, which I should probably go Yeah, oh, if, I, cool. if I had money. <laughs> that'd be cool. Um, yeah, man. It'd so, be yeah. interesting to start seeing them announce stuff. Yep. I'm just saying, I don't... This was awesome. Yeah. I don't. I think they're they going to let it breathe for this. a little bit. Yeah, well, like, until July. Please don't make an, Mar- an Avengers right movie that. four yeah. years from now, and at the end of it, put a stinger that's like, yeah. "I'm a big cloud with a funny helmet." You know, <laughs> yeah. Galactus joke. Yeah. Um, no, I want to see a dude in a big purple like outfit oh, yeah. and just grab a planet and rip it in half or something. The way to do that one is at the end of a movie or in the middle of a movie, you just have Silver Surfer show up and go, "He hungers," and you're like, "Ah!" Yeah. But we got this other guy to fight. Doom would also be a fun one where, like, like that—that's the kind I of think character. Doctor Doom, because Doctor Doom, I think, can transcend. Yeah, like Fantastic what they Four. what they could do is like introduce Fantastic Four, introduce Doom there, and then in a in a Loki style way bring yeah. Doom over to be the Fantastic Four can't beat this guy, so the next Avengers movie is 
them fighting doom mm-hmm. you know uh who because you need a wizard he's a wizard too mm-hmm. like you need dr strange in there to help fight the evil wizard like yeah It'd be great yep mm-hmm. man go marvel yeah uh, you know, I don't know how to do this segue. So we already <laughs> talked about it. This is this is movie news. It's real news. It's real news. Uh, the laptop fell asleep, so give me a second. That's fine. No, we already talked about how much money this movie is going to make. That's pretty big news. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's shattering its own record by almost $100 million, and it could be $100 million. When you... Could it make more than Avatar is the highest grossing movie right of all now. time? Yeah, yeah. two point seven billion. Not still, adjusted well, for inflation. I but I just don't do, believe it. I don't believe it. <laughs> no, James Cameron cheats. He cheats. Yeah. I mean, how? Because probably because everyone he, he buys his own 3D. tickets. Like you know, <laughs> no, back at back in my old. Can I have six hundred tickets to Avatar? Back in my old day when I was reading newspapers like Cap, um, I used to when Titanic was out. I used to look at the box office numbers. It used to come out on Wednesday in the Rocky Mountain News. And I would read them. <laughs> Rocky <and>, Mountain News. <laughs> I know. And Aww. Titanic was number one for so long. And I kept on thinking, I still have not seen Titanic since 1997. Oh. I've never uh, seen it. You should. It's fine. Oh. Yeah. I, I always have this, wow. um, what's the word I'm looking for? You should. It's Urge fine. to see it. Mm-hmm. But also like Avatar, my dad gave me the collector's edition Blu-ray because he got it. He's like, here, you can have this. And I've never watched it since I saw it in theaters. Yeah. Um, you should. It's fine. It's but, not. But it's I fun. Think, but I feel like I should. I paid a dollar. Um, but <laughs> it's on TV like all the time. But then I have to watch two commercials and it's not the same resolution. I know, but I'm saying like and... they, it <laughs> makes plenty of money you, that you way. Don't need to you, pay, you pay more for your, your TV than I pay for my $1 awesome Blu-ray set of... <laughs> no, no, the Avatar Blu-ray set looks awesome. It's amazing. I, I have never opened it. <laughs> it you, you, you don't need to watch the movie in it. Just watch <laughs> everything else. Everything else in that set is better than the movie. Yeah, but see, this is the, that's the, Actually, like, yeah. the one movie where my wife is always right where I just get movies and they just sit there mm-hmm. and I go yeah but I didn't really buy that one so yeah. it doesn't really count <laughs> yeah we'll and just Avatar. watch Avatar The Last Airbender way better you should oh, yeah. yeah your son's you about really the right should. age oh yeah he's getting close yeah that's a good idea like you know well good, yeah he actually he's been starting to watch Ninja Turtles which is really cool and Pokemon that's too bad and Pokemon he should watch Avatar The Last Airbender calm down <laughs> which one's um. yours <laughs> <laughs> hey hey um yeah. So it's gonna make a billion dollars this weekend, maybe. <laughs> weekend. They're, yeah, they're forecasting a billion. It dollars probably a will. Um, Which means this is our chance, people. There's a great video. This of, is our only chance. Yeah, Bangladesh, where they opened up the theater so people could go see it, and there's people jumping over barriers and stuff, running to see it. It's pretty awesome. I'm gonna go. I, I have to go like at least Tuesday three times. Or something. Yeah, it's not even open everywhere yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I'll, I probably won't go this next oh, week, dude. but the week after that for sure. I, I mean. I have to go a couple more times. Yeah. And I'll everyone needs that. to go a couple more times. We have... This I'm is our only chance, people. This <laughs> is our until, only until chance. Until July 2nd when Even Spider-Man comes out. Go, no. Just buy the ticket. <laughs> That's true. Actually, yeah. Even if you don't care about this movie, please just go buy a ticket. Yeah. It's like 10 bucks, you know, maybe 11 But just... If you go to the Alamo after... 9 p.m. Oh. It's 5.75. Yeah, yeah, right. You go, if you go or if you go first showing in the morning, it's only like six bucks. Like, just buy a ticket. Yep. Give them some money. Yeah. They don't have enough. Wait. Well, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> and after four months, if you wait for the dollar theater, you can just pay them like True. two dollars. There's, there's a dollar theater right down the street I from my house. I think it's gonna make plenty of money. Yeah, but I need it to make more than Avatar. To make yes. more. This is our one chance to take it back. 
Because they have a little bit. What's the next big movie? What's in May? Rise of Skywalker. No, I mean, not to... That's not going to do it. No, I mean, what in uh, the next month or so, what's going to stop it from making tons of money? Nothing. Detective Pikachu? Uh, Detective Pikachu. What's that? The second John Wick 3? The... Yeah. John Wick 3, yes. Or the Kaiju whatever movie. Oh, Godzilla. Godzilla. Godzilla, Godzilla that's King at of the end of Yeah, that's, that's like a month away. So it needs to, it needs to make like $700 million before, um, you know... In America, before John Wick three comes out, yeah, yeah. Aladdin, Aladdin, possibly, possibly. Disney. I feel like the demographics of that would be different. Four weeks away. So yeah, also, that movie looks like trash. <laughs> also, like, but we were talking to um, uh, Jerry that like Lion King's tracking higher, yeah, than even Infinity War or uh, Endgame is. So. Interesting. I'll be curious to see how that. I think happens. you can take like four year olds <sighs> yeah. to Lion King. You can't really take four year olds <laughs> to and and, I and, and, I and I honestly, every one. time I see a trailer for Ab- for Aladdin, I think, oh man, I really want to go see Lion King. <laughs> <laughs> a Lion King, <laughs> man. Anyways, every um, time I see an ad for Aladdin, it makes me want to watch the cartoon. It's very true. Yes. Yeah. It makes Even me want to go watch TV the series. Cinderella remake with Lily James because that one's great. Yeah. That's a great movie. Or the Jungle Book remake. Or the Jungle Book movie, yeah. which is a great movie. John Favreau is good at this. Yep. Anyway, uh, Dune. Already got a sequel. That's how great Denny Villeneuve is. <laughs> uh, he's there's they're just like uh, we're gonna spend this. I, this is kind of a Deadwood situation where it's like they're spending a lot of money making this movie. They're gonna they're gonna really really hope that it does well and make a sequel <laughs> yeah um which i'm good with um hopefully that movie is amazing the, the original dune is garbage everything about it, it yeah <laughs> but it's like the second best um uh, uh david lynch film the third best um yeah maybe maybe third is there a best david lynch film? yeah it's called a straight story it's or- this really wonderful <laughs> little movie about an old guy who drives a lawnmower across the country to meet his brother before he dies mm. and it's got like a structure mm. and characters is there it's any really, really beautiful small writing. people no after a, like a lesbian scene. well there's a there's a okay. little there's a girl he meets on the road and he teaches her about family oh wow and yeah it's actually just a really wonderfully made I'm little making film. a real movie yeah yeah yeah, yeah. All right. so, good yeah. for him there's yeah. also yep. the elephant man but anyway yeah. that one's not bad yeah, don't great. don't tell zach i turned his mic off okay oh, oh um okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see that would work if i didn't see the the board right in front of me <laughs> speaking, <Damn it. laughs> uh, speaking of deadwood we got a trailer for the, yes, the yeah. hbo movie I love deadwood man I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have to rewatch that whole show before that comes out though i don't know if that, i have time that movie has to be two hours long right because the normal oh, yeah. episode was an hour you hope oh yeah i mean i'm almost surprised it's not like a mini series but i mean if it's not because what did they do did they go like because the the cost of that show was that they built the town. Did they go get the town again? I don't think they tore the town down. Actually, if I oh. have to, I have to read this, watch the special features again on the. Yeah, that's the show. I, I haven't read a lot about this as they've been making it. So I told my dad, like, yeah, they're making the Deadwood movies. Like, has that been on forever? I stopped watching around season two. I'm like, no, they, that's the reason why they're making the movie, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> they they canceled it because yeah. it was expensive. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> Isn't that funny? You Deadwood was canceled because expensive, and now um, Game of Game Thrones, Thrones cost. Like two hundred million dollars each episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're canceling it because it's yeah. expensive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, See, but if, if they can do all this though, then they can wrap up Carnival for me. I want them to wrap up Carnival. <laughs> wrap show up Carnival. No one else is clamoring for. Yeah, no, yeah. no, I'm clamoring for it. Fuck everybody else. <laughs> yeah. You know what doesn't cost that much? Uh, Pete Holmes crashing. It's it's oh, really cheap. That that sucks. Um, I, I liked that show. Oh, I love that show. Um, yeah, I wish yeah. it wasn't gone. 
Um, I, I don't think it's gone. He just made a third season. Yeah, but it, but after that, it's gone. They canceled it. Oh, did they? Oh, yeah, okay. they did. Um, that's fine. Pete Holmes will be fine. Uh, oh, and then the other thing is that Disney is probably going to end up completely owning Hulu. Um, which would be great if they then shut it down and turn it into Disney Plus. Um, because <laughs> I don't, I don't give a shit about Hulu at all. But yeah, we have it. My wife likes it because she likes uh, Call of the Mid, Tell of Midwife, Call of the Midwife. Why not? Call the Midwife. Just get her the blue and move on. I, I wish midwife <laughs> midwife nine one one. Hey hey hey! <laughs> stop paying to watch commercials. Just oh, just man. go buy the like one. W- the Blu-ray is the cost of a monthly subscription. Like what are we talking about? They, they, but then the question is, how do they absorb or do they absorb Castle Rock and The Handmaid's Tale? Because oh, those yeah. are yeah. two big money makers at Hulu. So uh, I I don't think they're gonna actually shut it down. I think they would just let it roll, and then when it stops <laughs> making money, they'll yeah yeah. Um, I've been talking about this a lot recently. Like with Disney Plus, the thing I kind of wish they would do, like because they've said they want to make it different from other streaming services. I hope it has like a channel. Like I think it would be cool if it had like a Disney Channel in it. Yeah, where you could just hit a button and it'll just play like stuff you might like. You know, and and every now and then there would be like a five minute featurette about Imagineers and like like all the sweet. stuff that was cool about watching the Disney Channel when you were a kid. Yeah, the like Frank. wouldn't it be great if you could just Cam. put that yeah, on for there's some things? Some things that Disney does. I mean, I love Disney, and I'm but some things they do really kind of ruffles my feathers. Sure, because um, they're already talking about um, you know they have issues with characters smoking, and it's like, dude, it's a cartoon. Who cares? Yeah, they, they should. I, I really hope. I mean, it's one thing to not make anything new with yeah, that content, yeah, and, that, and that's fine. I think they should. What I what I would love for them to do is they have. It's just like Netflix or Hulu. You can have certain um, profiles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if I log in, I can go to a section called In the Vault, and I can click on In the Vault, and I can look at all the cartoons yeah. and stuff like that. But I could, if I feel it's inappropriate, which I don't, but if I feel it's inappropriate for Kellen, yeah, then I would just say he can't use. You know, in the vault or right. whatever. Yeah, yeah or you'd you'd sit. I mean, they they could basically have three different levels where it's like you have your G level that's really just everything modern and for kids, and then sort of your PG level that is when your kid is eight to ten and you're letting them watch more stuff and they can watch you know some more family adventure movies, but they're not watching like all of, they're not watching all of the stuff that's in that's technically in their canon that are adult films they're not yeah. watching the sixth sense yeah. you know but um, they're going to have to do that anyway because like i mean not to say marvel and star wars are have like a ton of adult uh, stuff content in them, I, but they do have enough like dark level to them where i'm like well dude, you're going to have to do that so why are you bitching about the cartoon smoking like that yeah, well, that, that makes yeah. no sense to me that's more about how they influence kids um, mm. And I think they 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 are gonna see violence the same way they see smoking, which is hey, kids shouldn't see characters they look up to smoking, which I don't disagree with. I'm no, just I saying don't di- I don't disagree with it either. But yeah, you want to you want to put the content out there, so you yeah. don't want you don't want to like I don't want it re-edited, and I don't want it to not be able to get the con- that stuff, mm-hmm. you know, which I think is Ryan's point. Um, right. But and there will definitely be like an adult login for Disney yeah. Plus. Oh right? yeah, like that's what I mean. It's just I'm just saying I wish there was a channel that kind of invoked. You know, where, like, you you'd put it on, you hit a button, it shows you an episode of iCarly, and then it shows you Brink. And you're <laughs> like, this is great. Um, you know, like, where you don't actually think about it. It's one of my problems with Netflix is, like, they need playlists on Netflix so that, that way I can just build stuff I want, mm. and it'll just go. Yeah. And, it, and I can tell it, like, well, don't always, ju- don't just show me The Office a bunch. Show me that the next episode of The Office for me, and then show me the next I, I episode of something else. programmer mode. Yeah. So I could, like... Right. Yeah, create a daily playlist and just start and let it go. Because even that, 
Yeah. Like their thing is binge watching. And now they have that thing that stops every three episodes to say, like, are you still watching this? (laughs) Right. Yeah. 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 Um, which it's fine. That's at least fine because sometimes I fall asleep. It's, which yeah, is it's great when you fall asleep, but but because uh, on Prime, like, like I'll fall asleep or something, and then we won't even show that I watched it. Good job, it's just you... gone from the menu. Yeah, <laughs> you watched this whole the whole show. No idea where you fell asleep. Um, yeah. Anyway, that's pretty much news. Unless there's something else. Mm-hmm. No. Nope. Blu-rays and 4Ks come out every week. Some we might watch, and James will tell us about them. DVD releases and Blu-rays. Except for this week, when there's like kind of nothing new. Um, Serenity is the biggest release of the week, which all is right, the right, Matthew right. McConaughey movie. Um, oh. I don't say biggest in number of sales. I mean I biggest like, in like mo- movie. new movie you've heard of. <laughs> oh no, that would have been awesome. There's a lot of them. There's a lot I, of serenities out I, there. I, I, I currently own two because I have to keep my steelbook and my 4K. Like, I don't know how to reconcile yeah. those two. I mean, yeah. But I've bought that movie, like, eight times. Um, this is a, that one where he's, like, going to kill Anne Hathaway's husband or something. Yeah. Yes, this is that serenity. Um so anyway, they'll make another uh, one called Serenity now, and it's just a secret Seinfeld movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we okay. got uh, dragged across across concrete, which is also a movie from this year. Oh, yeah, that's well, or Solar Stone, yeah. Uh, Arctic, which is a Mads Mikkelsen Ooh, movie. Cold. It's guaranteed fresh, according to this sticker that I hope I can remove from the front. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, uh, I have no idea what that is. I think it's just Mads Mikkelsen in the cold. His uh, wife. Uh, gets injured in a plane crash oh. in the mountains and he has to drag her through the snow oh. and survive. So it? it's the mountains between the us. Oh, okay. No, I, yeah. saw one, I saw one trailer for it like four months ago and then I didn't know it came out. No. So now <laughs> it is the Mayan. Uh, Miss Bala, which is also a movie from this year. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And oh, uh, the uh, I, I want to say the uh, <clears throat> Never Ending Man, which is the Hayao Miyazaki documentary from Shout Factory, uh, comes out this week. Hot damn. Uh, all right. Uh, Criterion has a Jackie Chan collection of Police Story and Police Story 2. Awesome. Uh, I, I so almost said Academy. Jackie Chanberg and Jackie Chan. You know what, Criterion? Awesome. Take that idea and run with it <laughs> Please for a minute. Yeah. Please give us all of them. No, <laughs> I just want four. Um, <laughs> uh, Hannibal's got a 4K release from Kino Lorber this week. The uh, movie? Yes, yes, not the TV show. Yeah. Uh, the, the Ridley Scott. R- remember that movie when he eats Ray Liotta's brain? Second. Best I do, I, I do. <laughs> Probably. It's Virgin. Red yeah, Dragon's yeah. not good. Uh, Grin, we disagree. Your number is... Di- you and I are thinking about two different people. <laughs> uh, Red Dragon is the best of the three. Uh, then Hannibal. And sure. <laughs> then Silence of the Lambs. Like Manhunter Whoa. better? <laughs> wow. No. Wow. Man, Controversial. Man, man, Manhunter we don't have to talk about. Controversy. <laughs> um, Red Dragon is the best Brett Ratner film. Ray mm. Fiennes is in it, and he looks good. Yeah. He, it's a great performance. Anyway, uh, Grandmother's House from Vinegar Syndrome this week, uh, which, oh, it's a car. Okay. That's an okay cover. It's got a grandma's house and an old lady car. <laughs> you know, uh, 16 Candles is out in a book edition this week. 
Uh, did you watch that one recently? I did. You did. It yeah. sucks. It's not a good movie. It doesn't. Okay. It doesn't age well. No. Let's put it that way. Yeah. There's. There's. I know. I have a hard time with Corinne's taste in movies now because of her review of Night of the Living Dead. So uh, we'll just move on. <laughs> watch Pretty in oh Pink my. instead. It's way better. And watch Uncle Buck. Spader yeah, watch Uncle it. Buck. If you watch, see a John I haven't movie. seen Uncle Buck yet. Uh, you're watching the wrong John Hughes films. Okay. <laughs> uh, Tarantula from Shout Factory this week. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was Ugh. just recently looking up like um, lists of all the best giant monster movies that you can get, and this one kept popping up, and, nice. and now I think I might actually get it. Scream's um, been killing it with the old B movies lately. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> Brooks is a big... like giant monster fan awesome and i think i own all the good ones like except for apparently maybe tarantula um <laughs> but there's not as many as you would hope is this you know? an old one like black yes. and white yeah, 19, 1955 probably definitely an atomic movie yeah. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a giant spider movie i've seen it when i was a kid spoilers maybe. the atom bomb did it <laughs> <laughs> oh definitely i feel like oh, there's a shot one. of like a yep. spider coming over a mountain or something Which is funny did you get this delivered early <laughs> I don't know. yeah like a month ago oh my gosh uh from shot factory this week the brain mm-hmm. so if you um, if you pre-order things from do you pre-order from shout factory uh, like this one I did. Yeah. yeah. So if you pre-order things from Shout Factory, they ship them early. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, gotcha. So Army of Darkness, I got yeah, like two months. Early. Is is this a movie about an evil floaty brain? Yep. 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 <laughs> and and is, it, is it, it is it from space or is it a science experiment? We don't. I don't think it's defined. Is it? <laughs> Mine's the movie's coming. not that smart. Yeah. yeah <laughs> nor nor is it clear. <laughs> He's not that smart to I, this have is one a of the story. That I did want to own, but I didn't care about getting it early. So <laughs> I think mine's coming Tuesday. Uh, all I know is is that the, that that rift or that uh, Mystery Science Theater uh, performance of it was amazing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then the very last thing and my favorite cover from the week uh, from Severin this week is Escape from Women's Prison, <laughs> um, <laughs> which. All right, you just got to look at this one. How this specific great. can you be? <laughs> look at she has a knife, and I mean I don't know why she's wearing that kind of shirt. I think did they did they I think they Standard they prison stabbed yeah, her. Yeah, wait, Ryan, you don't look know what's <laughs> Look at how furious she is. So it is a whole subgenre and I've seen a few of them obviously oh, yeah. cuz they're in Scream Factory. Yeah. And they're so cheesy that they're kind you, you you have to watch them and just have fun. They yeah. have one goal in mind. Yeah. <laughs> this movie assumes that the women's uniform in prisons is Daisy Dukes and a white T-shirt that you can tie a but knot. See, when you see a cover like that, you kind of want to watch it. And then when you watch it, you realize it's total garbage. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure that this you know is never in the movie. because it doesn't have an apostrophe in women's. <laughs> this is true. Um, also, yeah, there should be an apostrophe at the end after the S. Also, it was the 70s. Those were standard issue prison uniforms yes. for women in the 70s. I'm guessing that there's a ward in there and she's a female. And she's also a lesbian. Mm-hmm. That's my guess. And the three that I've seen, you don't think it's going to be a dude who's like a domineering? Like, no, so I'm a well, man. My name is Stuart Patriarchy, and I run this prison. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, um, I've seen three you know, of like them. You do. Yeah, and every one of them has been. So there is a guy there, and he's usually um, the guard, and he's he's tough and mean. And then the the warden is always a female, and she always has the other women come to her office. And I don't know if it's Cage Fury or another one I saw, but there's a hot tub in her office, and it has hot pink neons in it. Um, but yeah, if yep, those exist. Does this whole franchise assume that the United States? 
prison system is systematically oppressing a minority and then that minority is white women? No. Well, so in, in Caged Fury, I'm just, I'm just, in, 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 <laughs> no, James, in Caged Fury, they're being sold on the sex market slave. Oh, okay. Thing. All right. <laughs> <laughs> if I remember, I remember that uh, The Last Crusade has a marquee. When uh, the women escape from the prison at the uh, Chinese ramen theater. That's what I remember from the movie. By the way, I'm amazed we got a a rare appearance from Stuart Patriarchy on this show. (laughs) Yes. I probably don't want him back. (laughs) And he has a football team that he's going to play against the convicts. Anyway, uh, you combined the longest yard in Cage Fury. Yes, I <laughs> did. My God, Ryan, we got to start writing. <laughs> That's bombastic. Yes. That's Blu rays. We also watch movies throughout the week in a segment we call Movies We've Been Watching Throughout the Week and Pause. So, uh, yeah, this is the stuff we've been watching. Corinne, did you want to? Did you have enough time to talk about what you've been watching, or do you need to go? Uh, no, I got a little bit of time. All right, we'll start with you. I don't have too much because um, everything I've watched recently, I've already talked about in Catching the Classics or I will talk about very soon in the forthcoming Catching the Classics spinoff series that I'm going to be doing temporarily. Okay. I mean, what's going to be as wrong as her review of Night of the Living Dead, but we'll find uh, out. Wow. No, Ryan. Did you not like Night of the Living Dead? It, it was, I gave it three out of five, so I didn't hate it. They're okay. Just, problems i had with it i liked what it was trying to do is it because you don't like black people no (laughs) 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 ryan's like carefully (laughs) anyway sorry corinne yeah Um, so i'll just talk real fast um game of thrones is back and it's weird and crazy and can't wait for tomorrow's episode where they're probably gonna kill off like everybody but seven people did winter come? Yeah, yeah like two okay. seasons ago. <laughs> okay, it's here. Cool. I'm it's just, here. I'm trying to He's make sure. He's taking a nap now. Yeah. The, the, the whites, the, the army of whites <laughs> are at Winterfell and just going to ignore whatever y'all said. And it's going to be great. Sugar needed. Thanks right. for the donuts, um, Corinne. Sure. I mean, um, aside from you not liking Night of Living Dead, I appreciate the donuts. And I will never, ever let you live that down. Okay. <laughs> I don't care. You should care. Um. So then the last thing I'll talk about. it's the greatest horror film of all time. Uh, so wow. I mean, I don't watch horror films, so I can't speak to that. That's a fair argument. Yeah. Again, I like how it was like Twilight Zone-y. You don't have, you don't you don't have, have to explain it. I'm just giving you a hard time. Okay. You don't. I'm just saying. It, it, if y'all it, didn't listen, check out last week's episode where I talked about it on Catching the Classics. I didn't have to. I lived it. You were texting me during it. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, The last thing I'll talk about, um, we had a two-part episode of The Blacklist last night. We got a lot of big revelations. Maybe or maybe not. Did he have sex with his daughter? (laughs) What? What the fuck is happening in this show? Did he have sex with his daughter? No! (laughs) Isn't that what we've all been waiting for? No. She's not his daughter. (laughs) She's not his daughter. You know what I mean, but, you know. But, yeah, it's, it's complicated. Are they in but a relationship now? No, not yet. We're getting there. coming. We're getting there. Okay, so just, be, just to be said. sure. She told him a few episodes ago that she loves him because he was okay. about to die. So, literally, and this David this episode, Duchovny written yeah. show is, is literally about him convincing his daughter she's not his daughter she's, so he can have sex with her. 
I guess that's gonna be the o- the really arc of the to show. Trying to convince her. I mean, he th- she thought he she was her daughter. She thought <laughs> she was his daughter for a long time, and he did not correct her because okay. he didn't want her to find out that he was an imposter. Fair. But now she has found out, and she's trying to figure out who he is. And we kind of got like an maybe an origin story for who he really I is. Say orgy. Or origin. That's coming Origin, too. Ryan. Hey daughter, you wanna fuck? <laughs> I have no idea what's going on in the show, so I'm just going to interject stupid stuff constantly. <laughs> I, I, uh, neither do the writers. And I'm, and I'm pretty sure I've been told That's... the whole arc of the show. Oh, yeah, and yeah, I yeah. still don't know what's going on. Yeah, I've watched a lot of this show. I don't get it anymore. Anyway. it's um. So was the two-parter good? It it was. Cool. Yeah, we got I actually watched it out of order. I watched the second part first because it was like the oh. bigger like flashback heavy episode. It. That we were going to be like, oh, we might get, like, the origin story for Red and, like, how he became Raymond Reddington and took over that identity. And you get a pretty good idea until the very end when Red comes in and talks to the guy who was explaining it all to Liz. And he's like, what did you tell her? I need to know because I need to know what what version of the story she has. There are versions? Yes. That's (sighs) basically what... So it's like... What I'm thinking is that it's like 50% of it was true and 50% of it was like misleading or fabricated or something. Like we got kind of the wrong story. Like maybe the why and the how are right, but the who is wrong. Sure. So it doesn't make a lot of sense if you don't watch (laughs) the show. So I apologize to everybody listening who hasn't seen The Blacklist, but James Spader's really good in it. And the guy who plays Dom... Uh, who's Liz's grandfather? Vin that Diesel? she just found out last night. Nope, <laughs> different, different guy. Deloise. He's it, it, like an old dude. His family really important to him. I think it's Brian Dennehy, right? Yeah, that sounds right. Hmm. So he does a good job. Cool. Hmm. Just guest starring. Character actors. Who gives a fuck if we're? <laughs> fat? And, and uh, it was kind of cool because one of the she's not a writer, but she's like the writer's assistant. But she got to write one of the episodes of the two-parter. She's on social media, and I follow her. And so it was kind of cool to see that episode. And it's like, oh hey, like I know who wrote it, sort of. Cool. So it was kind of cool to see that because it was her first one she had written. That's awesome. It was neat because it was like kind of one of those. Pulled from the headline sort of things where it was like a podcast based true crime sure. deal. Hmm. So cool. check Enjoy out it. the blacklist, maybe. <laughs> hey, uh, your core water should be called Thanos water because it's perfectly balanced. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I, you know what? It hydrates me in a snap. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but half of it should be missing. Cut it from the show. Cut it from the show. <laughs> Each bottle comes half filled. Yeah. <laughs> You pay six dollars for it. <laughs> oh, oh man, Zach, what did um, you watch this week? Just a couple things. Yep, literally just a couple things. Um, rewatched the uh, Star Trek. Are you Trek. leaving, Corinne? All right, I am. F you, Zach. Thanks, Corinne. It's great <laughs> Thank seeing you. you. Good to see you Appreciate guys. It. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Thanks yep. for the donuts. Have Thanks fun. Thanks for letting yep. me join you all. Oh, oh, watch oh Endgame yes. again. Thanks for coming. Of course. So yeah. tune in next week. Is that where you're going the... to see Endgame again right now? Well, not right this second. At but, 2 o'clock today, yeah. we're going to see it again. Cool. Nice. nice. Not Very we cool. as in me and all of you, but we as in me and my friend. Oh, nice. I'm going to be there. Me, myself, and Irene. <laughs> you didn't invite <laughs> me, but I'm um, coming. But yeah, check out next week's episode when I'll do my first iteration of the catch-off, Catching the Classics spinoff, mm. quote-unquote. Nice. 
She's she's gonna watch all the 007 movies. I know what she's doing. I'm not be, gonna tell. It's anybody. gonna be all of the something movies. Oh, well, I was close. All right. Yeah. Cool. Zach. Um. Do you need help? Get. Like, do you need? Okay. Um. Probably just let my dad know so he can lock the door. Um. Cool. Um. Yeah. Uh, Zach lives in Greenwood Village. You don't know who's gonna wow. be running around here. <laughs> Oh yeah, a lot of I, shady white people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah on one side you got the dangerous. greasers, the other side you got the socks. You know, who knows? I, I, you know, happen. I live in the movie West Side Story. Yeah, you have no, you don't have any idea how many jets and sharks I have to fight off just to get to work. Um, people you know, drive up to your car. Hey man, you return that library book? <laughs> it's due back Thursday and it's Saturday. And then I tell them, up yours. I'll deal with those late fees. And then you don't hear them drive off because they all drive Priuses and electric cars. <laughs> Um, like I said, not a lot. Um, I revisited the three uh, Star Trek uh, Kelvin timeline films, so Star Trek Into Darkness and Beyond. Um, I, I still love them. Um, I hadn't watched Beyond though since theaters, and uh, I really liked rewatching it now because like that's the one I want to keep going back to. But I also I only only thinks Chris Pine has like the sexiest voice, dude. He, dude just because he's Spider Man doesn't mean. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean that just put him over the top. Um. And yeah, and I I like I like uh, Into Darkness a lot still. I mean, like I, it's great. Uh, yeah, you know, it's wonderful. It's a, I good, mean, it's a good Star Trek movie. I mean, yeah, I mean, Wrath of Khan totally rips it off. But you know, <sighs> I'm gonna just I, somebody pick up a chair and throw no, it. No, I uh, I I mean, I love Benedict Cumberbatch's Khan. Like even from the moment I first saw it years ago, I was like, wow, he's great in it. I still don't know how I feel about this film. And as I've kept rewatching it, I'm like, no, this movie's fine. Why the fuck am I even second guessing myself? Um, and that first one's still great. It'll probably appear on a list at some point this year. Um, I saw the film High Life uh, with Robert Pattinson, um, the Claire Denis film. It's her first English language film. Um, I, I don't know if I liked it or not. I admire who, it. Who would know? Uh, what? Who would know if you liked it or not? Probably Henry. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's um, – I mean – it's told out of like it's it's non-linear, so it kind of like jumbles around the timeline and whatnot. But essentially, the basic premise is that these criminals who were convicted of serious crimes are enlisted into a scientific program for uh, learning how to breed in space for some reason. Um, they're the program's run by a sadistic doctor who sexually abuses them at every point, um, and it's basically a horror film. Until it's not and chooses to be interstellar. Um, I like the way they approach the film visually and some of the storytelling elements. I don't know if I feel that it's worth like – I think it's more of like this could have been a Netflix watch and I would have been fine. But there is stuff that is good to watch on the big screen. So – and it deals with a black hole at some point at the end of the film. And it's it's pretty interesting. But I will say – the reason to watch it, though, I love what Robert Pattinson's been doing lately. Like, Good Time uh, two years ago was wonderful, and he is wonderful in this film. Like, this is one of the best performances I've seen him give because he's not like he's not playing anybody scummy, and he's not playing a sparkling vampire. He's like he. It's Who's not a scummy? it's not a spoiler. He's like at the beginning of the film, he's raising he's like raising his daughter, and it's just like I've never seen him be that vulnerable, like truly vulnerable. Mm. Like Twilight, he's not vulnerable. He's just standing. Well, sometimes written. you do movies, and there's only so much you can do. Exactly. Yeah. No, exa- yeah. Oh no, exactly. Like I say though, and I realized as I walked out of this film, I'm like, man, I'm actually glad he did those Twilight movies because now he has enough money to do whatever the fuck he wants, and he can take those chances. So yeah. it's like almost like thank you, Twilight. And then sure, that's the same thing with Kristen Stewart. Um, 
but um, but yeah, no, it, I mean, thank I think, you, Twilight. Yeah, I, I think it's worth a watch, Zach but I think you're at the point where it's too late now because Infinity War's taken over every screen. Yeah, and AMC, I think, got rid of it to make way for another indie film called Family, which I do want to check out. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's okay. I, maybe I, rent it. I, yeah, I want to rewatch it. Maybe my opinion will change. Maybe it'll end up in my like film explosion and whatnot. But it is certainly unique. Dude, making an early film explosion <clears throat> call. Just kidding. <laughs> um, Someone's gonna be, have to be really good for my film explosion number yeah. one. Not. I don't think you'd like it, Ryan. I'm just gonna tell you, I don't think you'd like it. Yeah. Well, it sounds too. I think you like parts of it, and maybe I can find a way to make a clip show for you. But... Perfect. <laughs> um, sounds like it's a French movie trying to be an English movie and I don't buy it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you can watch the first five minutes like, aha, I knew it! <laughs> you escargo motherfuckers. Yeah. Um, I rewatched uh, The Producers, um, the 1968 film. I hadn't watched it, the Blu-ray that I got of it yet. Um, and uh, love it. Like, still one of my favorite comedies of all time. Um, I... I understand it's a little outdated in its humor, but I still enjoy it. I, I love me some Mel Brooks. I feel like everything Matthew Broderick does is a little outdated. <laughs> Especially killing people. <laughs> First of all, that's that's sad. <laughs> second of all... <laughs> oh, man. How dare you bring that, was... that up again? And second of all... A couple of good hits there. Yeah. <laughs> oh! oh. Um, and then second of all, this is the 68 version with Gene Wilder and Zoe Mostel. I know. I know. I know you know. <laughs> but it's not as funny if we can't make fun of someone who killed someone. That, that, is, that is true. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what? Next week, I'll watch the just remake, terrible. and then you can make you that joke what? again. Just, I'll just drive this choke in the ditch. It's fine. <laughs> 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 terrible. Uh, and then the last thing I... Hey, uh, I didn't kill anybody. <laughs> <laughs> you killed this podcast. <laughs> I mean, sometimes life goes by pretty fast. Ah. <laughs> 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 Okay, I've done the Matthew Broderick jokes. Right. Wait, wait, find a way to incorporate the Godzilla remake Godzilla, into this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and then I'm continuing to start. I mean, everything he sees is in the circle of life. Something about letting Jean Renaud drive. Uh, <laughs> go, Gadget, go. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. Wow. Oh. Oh, we're all terrible. We're all going to hell. Um, hey, I didn't kill anybody. No, no, no. <laughs> no. We call that pulling a uh, Ted Kennedy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, and then I'm still continuing next gen. Um, still, still great. Still fun. Like it. Last thing I rewatched was the Criterion restoration of Pan's Labyrinth, um, which looks incredible. That movie's still amazing. Love me some Guillermo del Toro. Is that a Blu-ray set? That's a Blu-ray set. Yeah, it's a Blu-ray set. Yeah, they don't. They don't, Criterion don't make 4K. No, no, but no. no. Not, I meant they don't it wasn't a DVD. To. Yeah, though they don't need to though. Like, I mean, like that thing looked beautiful on my TV, like alone. So, like, I, I don't think any. It, it's it just looks wonderful. Like the first time I saw it was on a little DVD player and whatnot, and it was like the the two disc DVD that they released by New Line. and so like everything just popped for the first time. New Line used to make really great DVDs. I know. And I was also weird at the beginning seeing the Picture House studio logo. I'm just like, oh, yeah, that's defunct. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, and um, still one of the most, like, terrifying villains on screen when he gets his, like, mouth slit open and whatnot. Mm. Like, it's still – all the visual effects work. Like, even the CGI, like, still holds up. Like, it's pretty astounding. So, mm. uh, yeah, that's all I watched this week. Brad? I didn't watch a lot of anything. Um, I wrapped up Frasier. Um, and that conclusion was satisfying, but the second to penultimate episode, because I think the 
the last two are actually probably aired as a one hour mm-hmm. oh sure uh finale when it aired um but the the second to last one um i thought was really cool because it's it kind of wraps up the series and goes like uh back through their lives by it starts in the present of the show where like uh someone's i think uh fraser's dad is fixing like this broken you think it's like a clay pot mm. um and then they start just going back in time to all these different, uh, like they weren't episodes that aired, but just like in their lives. It's not, like a, what, it's not a clip show. It's like, it's like flashbacks. Fl- yeah, flashbacks, but not, but yeah. not a clip show. Uh, that are kind of related to that flower pot. And by the end, you find out it's, it, it's not like not a flower pot. It was just like some, like Campbell soup can or something. <laughs> sure. Uh, so, but yeah, going all the way back to like 1993, huh. uh, and where that like. You know, it's it's like one of the stories where there's like a single object that went through their lives and changed. Yeah. Um, and it also kind of relates to the different things because, you know, by the end of the show, he's less obsessive and pretentious. Yeah. Not by much, but <laughs> you go back and look where he started from. Um, but it's also weird because I'm also rewatching Cheers now. And like he's a pretentious psychologist, but not to the extent of like... You know, in well, Frasier, that's why. Yeah, yeah in Frasier, uh, <laughs> you know, he'll only dine at like a four star restaurant, but in Cheers, he's perfectly comfortable hanging, hanging out at a Cheers. Boston pub <laughs> and not judging everyone. Yeah. Whereas, like, in Frasier, he's judging everybody. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Oh. But yeah, I feel like I watched some other movies, but I can't remember them, so that's all I watched. Okay. James? Uh, yeah, I've got a few things. Um, in the last few weeks, I. Watched like four seasons of Game of Thrones and caught up. Nice. Um, that show gets better when the writers don't have a book to go off anymore. <laughs> like they start like actually having characters and doing stuff. Sort of. Um, it's still that's a show that paints with real broad strokes. Um, and so there are episodes where like a character will pop up for two scenes and you go, "Oh yeah, you're in this show." Right. Yep. Um, <laughs> but last week's episode is is probably one of the best because literally nothing happens like characters don't go anywhere in the second ep- in the second episode of the season they just sit around and talk and learn things and wait for a war it, to happen and i'm like sometimes that's so satisfying just having actors oh act. well it's especially great in a show where like basically for the last eight seasons people just wander around aimlessly and things happen at them um but anyway it, it yeah it's cool so and you are uh, all the way giant up. dragons yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm completely caught up. Okay. Um, because Brooks watches it, and and the last season was happening, and I was like, well, I'll I'll catch up on all of it. You know, I generally, I turned out I had at, I had watched through like season four or the middle of season four. Mm-hmm. So when I went back, um, I rewatched some stuff I'd seen before. But okay. Um, but yeah, somewhere around like season six, when they start just making shit up as they go, that's when it's like, oh man, this is kind of fun and there's some really good little quips and like some you know nice. um when it's over i'll try to re- try to watch it again yeah well you'll be able to borrow it from me sweet um i watched the whole documentary series on hbo because i have hbo right now um the case against adnan syed which is sort of it's the serial the serial adaptation yeah, yeah well so it's basically like 
It's the best version of a sequel to Serial, is what I would say. So it's something that I think people should definitely see, especially if you listen to all of Serial and you want to know more about where that case is. Super Serial. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Serial. It it retreads some of the ground, but also like adds some stuff to the story, especially things that kind of need like some visual aspects. Like it, it's one of those things where. You know, that story made me angry five years ago when it came out, and now we're still talking about it, and you watch this thing, and it just makes you more angry that, like, this is so obviously a poor conviction, and then you watch these people fight against it, and you're like, you... Everyone fighting against it has some ulterior motive to do so, you right. know? Um, and it's how, just frustrating. How so. much does the podcast itself figure into the way they tell the documentary, or does it... Uh, like... Almost not at all. You hear you hear some little... You hear little bits of tape from mm-hmm. it, um, specifically from the interviews with Anon, and you hear Sarah Koenig at the beginning of the first episode for a little bit, mm-hmm. um, but it's not, it's not made by her. It's not associated with her. They only talk about it when that is important to the story. So okay. at the beginning, when they're talking to one of the people who's who's really sort of your main, I don't want to say character, but the person that they're sort of following, right. um, she she talks about like this case that nobody paid attention to until Serial and it's kind of how like, it got involved and then how it blew up. Yeah, it's um, kind of like how West of Memphis addresses the Paradise Lost films, where it's like yeah, it's there for a good totally. section and then it's kind of just disappears because it's I, not even less so. But yes, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it really is. It's. Mm-hmm. A minute or two in one episode at the a beginning. Minute? A minute. <laughs> okay, I thought you said a minute. <laughs> um, so then after that, I also watched the Leaving Neverland documentary Ooh, uh, oh that's on HBO. You've had a depressing um, week. Yeah, that was rougher. Mm-hmm. Um, and But also relatively definitive feeling. Um, it was just weird and interesting. And one of those things that like you, I forgot about because now, you know, it's just been a while. Mm-hmm. Um He's but been dead it, for 10 years. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, crazy. yeah. And that's what's interesting now is, uh, and just the fanaticism around him that's mm-hmm. so bizarre to me, um, and the amount of money. But then you, you hear these stories, and it both makes sense and doesn't make sense. Like, you, you know, now you understand, like, how this happens, but you, there's still a part of you that's like, you let your kid do what? Mm-hmm. You know? Um, but they address that. That's yeah. very much what it's about. And it's just, it's really well made. I think it's, you know, if you're interested, you should check it out. Um, but it's not a fun time. <laughs> um, but but maybe maybe that's kind of important sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the very last thing that I actually want to talk about is uh, I started watching Love, Death, and Robots, which is a Netflix series of basically short films. They're all animated short films. They're produced by Ridley Scott's team. Um, this is awesome. This is one of the most exciting things I've like, or most fun I've had just watching something random in a while. Um, every episode is somewhere between five and like 18 minutes or so. Um, and they're all basically just little short films that are kind of sci-fi. They usually involve robots to some degree. It's mostly science fiction stuff. Um, or pretty much all is like, there's, yeah, it's pretty much all science fiction, um, and they're great. Like, yeah, there's some of them that are, that are, you know, it can be a little hit and miss, right? It's, it's probably like seeing a horror anthology where sometimes you watch them and you're like, meh, you know? <laughs> it's in um, there. yeah, like there's one that's kind of a cyclical thing where you'll know it cause there's a whole lot of nudity and like a yes. lady running around oh, completely animated, naked. Though. Yeah. The whole thing's oh. naked, animated. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of nudity throughout the, all, a lot of the episodes though. 
Um, but anyway, the um, like the first episode is this badass like cage fighting with mon with like monsters that you telepathically connect with. Like it's like it's like uh, it's like cockfighting. Only you're using weird <laughs> genetic monsters, and you have a telepathic link with the cock <laughs> bird <laughs> chicken. Anyway, rooster, uh, rooster, <laughs> Cockburn. Uh, it's like that, but they're like these big monster. It's like kaiju monster things, but you're, you know, but they're not quite that big. They're like 16 feet or something. Um, like that was a really cool one. Uh, and a lot of them have awesome little smart twists. Like they're good science fiction short films. Um, so it's definitely worth checking out. I'm thoroughly enjoying it. There's, there's some that are just really funny, like this one that, that they have the main trailer for. That's just a funny, like, three robots walking through the desolation of, like, of the of Earth long after the apocalypse. Ooh. And, like, you know, they're three different kinds of robots, and they're making jokes, and it's funny. And So are they all just, like, strictly original, or are any of them based oh, yeah. on previous material? Um, there's one that's, that's not based on StarCraft, but it's... <laughs> Super StarCraft. <laughs> um, like, it's definitely like, oh, here's some space farmers fighting things that look like Zerglings. This looks like StarCraft a lot. What's a Zergling? Um, I have no idea what StarCraft is, guys. So, oh, okay. No, uh, yeah, it's an old video game. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, right on. You know. I thought I, 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 <laughs> When I think StarCraft, I think Star Fox, and then I think your dad no. taught me that, too. Um, anyway, so yeah, you should check it out. It's on Netflix. Everybody should give it a watch. Like, it's really cool. Um, I'm really enjoying it. So yeah, I'm, I have no idea how far into it I am. Like, cause I've probably watched like 10 or 12 of them. I don't know how many but episodes it's hard they when are. they're different. Yeah, they're all different lengths, yeah. and, and I just I genuinely have no many, no idea how many episodes there. Mm-hmm. I hope Netflix does more things like this where you could, it, it's a really great way to just see cool, um, cool short films. Different lengths. <laughs> what? Anyway, uh oh man, even on IMDb they don't number the episodes, so I have no idea how many there. Are. Cool. So anyway, that's what know. I've been watching. Um, are, are we gonna save Missing Link for next week? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Unless there's a movie you want to see next week, I don't know. I have to look. Um, <laughs> so I, I actually didn't watch too much. <laughs> yeah. um, well, I'll just go see Endgame again. I don't know. Uh, I've been. I'm doing basically three binge watches right now and i'm publishing two articles on the website um so i got through the cyborg blu-ray from shout factory or scream factory and it's pretty fun i didn't know they only made that movie for five hundred thousand dollars and it's i'm like it's pretty solid it's a canon film of course it was made for five hundred (laughs) thousand dollars in my review of it i mentioned that you know it's a canon film because a story doesn't make very much sense there's gratuitous nudity and violence Mm -hmm. um but it also comes together in a package that's really fun to watch um not a great movie, but it's one that's really fun. And, and the making of it's really fun. And the Scream Factory Blu-ray has an hour and 20 minutes of additional interviews from Electric Boogaloo, which oh, is really, wow. really fun. So this uh, is like the companion for, exactly. for Electric Boogaloo. Yeah, nice. I, uh, but it just focuses on um, Cyborg, really. And it's an hour and 20 minutes. Hell, that's that's um, neat. And the, the commentary is really fun. The guy who directed Albert something, I forget his name. Um, he also directed the Captain America for Canon. He's like their Canon go-to guy. Oh, wow. um, and he's a pretty funny guy. And, you know, he, he knows what kind of movies he's making. Um, I mean, when you have $500,000, you're only going to do so much. Um, so you can check that out on uh, Real Nerds Podcast. Uh, this week, I'm going to try to put up my Cat People one. 
Um, <laughs> it's a it's a fun movie. Um, that was too dis, so it takes me a little bit to sometimes like the critters one. I was shocked by how long it took me to get through all the special features <laughs> because it's critters. But <laughs> the first one had an hour and forty minute documentary. The second one's like an hour and ten, and then the other two were an hour and a half combined. Right. Oh, wow. And then they have commentaries on them, and so like rewatching them and listening to the commentary. Yeah. Um. So yeah, look for Cat People really soon. Uh, Paul Schrader's um, Cat People, right? Yes. Okay. Right. On um. Here. Uh, I, I've been watching Family Guy from the beginning uh, because my wife hates Family Guy, and she also tells me I don't watch my DVDs enough. So I said, "Oh, well, I'll show you," and uh, and it works because she came home last night when I was watching it, and she looks at it and she goes, "I'm going to go read." So I have the TV to myself, um, but it's kind of fun going back and and watching them because you can see where it starts gaining momentum, and I still really like the show. Um, but the first few episodes are kind of funny. Um, the second season, which actually has, I've been, uh, cause I'm writing an article. I've been doing research on them. Um, the second season has episodes that were produced for the first season, but weren't released till the second season. Right. So, uh, Mila Kunis shows up as Meg and then she goes away for four episodes <laughs> and then she comes back because they already did the one with Lacey Chabert and Mila Kunis is way better. It, uh, she's just funnier and she gets the character more. Um, she's, she's a more she's better tailored for that role as an actress. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, last night I watched one and I forgot how funny it is. It's uh, uh love is a bitch or something like that. And it's uh, Norm Macdonald is death. <laughs> he's, he's so funny in it. Um, uh, there's a part in it. Cause Peter <laughs> um, has like a bump on his breast and he's thinks he's going to die. So he goes to the doctor and he finds out he's fine and he doesn't want to pay the bill. So he said, um, so he's like, I'll just write deceased. And under sex, I'll be like, I can't have it because I'm dead. dead. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes he's home. Like, no thanks, I'm dead. <laughs> yeah, and he goes home and uh, and he what does he say after? He's like, it's a plan so great. There's no, it's foolproof. He goes home and death shows up, and so he leaves and um, he says, all right, I'll go with death. But I bet you didn't know I was varsity on the track team. And he starts running away, and death sprains his ankle. So he. Um, so Peter takes him back in the house and he puts him on the couch. He's like, yeah, just drop me on the couch. Yeah, that's fine. It's, it's typical Norm McDonald. It's, My favorite it's moment hilarious. from that episode is like, Death, you've given me the greatest gift of all. The complete Boz Skaggs. How did you know? I just had a feeling. <laughs> or when Peter can't die and he's getting shot. He's like, me, me, me. It's funny. Um, yeah, there's only a couple episodes that are not that good and uh, that I probably would not rewatch. Uh, the one with Peter's dad, it's um, holy crap. And uh, <laughs> it's just not funny. It's because I never, until he finds his real dad, I think that's like season seven or eight. Yeah. Um, his overbearing um, Catholic father is just not funny to me. I still like Charles Durning doing that role, though. Like, that's, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's interesting. all right, but like the, this, the episode, it, for Family Guy to be successful to me, yeah. is it can't drag. Family Guy has to keep going. Yeah. Um, and that one, it's they're trying to create this um, relationship with his dad. And it's like, ugh. It's it just hard. doesn't work. It's hard when that character's so unlikable. Yeah. And yeah. It, you, you just don't like him and he's stupid. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't, he, he, that character doesn't fit in the show to me at all. Mm. And I mean, I'm talking about a show where the dog is talking, and drinking martinis. And yeah, but it's cool seeing the evolution of the characters, too, because uh, I just watched the one where. Peter Griffin presents a Peter Griffin production of The King and I, and, uh, <laughs> where Brian becomes his uh, snobby self. He goes, "Why, why, that's the lead," and then he and no one cares, and he keeps on going down the line until someone recognizes it. Um, so it's fun. So you can look. I'll, I'll probably put up another one maybe tomorrow. It's um, Ryan's ultimate freaking sweet 
review of every Family Guy episode. <laughs> um, so yeah, my wife hates that. I uh, I only watched one Cary Grant movie in the last two weeks. I'll get back on it pretty soon. It's, Slacker. I know it's uh, Dream Wife with Deborah. There's Kerr. more. How many? I was gonna say how many do you have left? Ah, uh, like thirty. <laughs> yeah. Um, See, back so, then actors worked. <laughs> so yeah, and I'm also reading a Cary Grant biography right now. So when he left vaudeville and went to hollywood they were trying to groom him as the next big star so what they did is he would it was like our nine to five job he would shoot one movie and then he'd have like a day off and he'd go back and shoot another movie mm-hmm. so there's a time and and the author pointed this out from 1932 to 1937 he did over half of his filmography holy crap. and then he was in movies for another 30 years yeah. wow so um uh but uh, dream wife of deborah kerr which he she stars with him later in an affair to remember um, he's engaged to this lady who happens to be, uh, like an ambassador to a Middle Eastern country. Mm-hmm. And so, but Cary Grant gets tired of her because she's too independent and he wants, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, when was this movie made? The thirties and forties? No, this movie was like 52. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, he meets the princess of this Middle Eastern country and her only job is to please her husband. So Cary Grant breaks up with his fiance and decides he's going to marry his dream wife which is this lady who will do anything her husband wants. And, um, but he also soon realizes that maybe that's not what he wants in um, a, a partner. Slave. Yes. And uh, <laughs> I'm trying to be diplomatic here. Um, and Deborah Kerr, in the meantime, has to be the translator because this lady doesn't speak English very well. But in the, while she's doing that, Deborah Kerr also teaches her how to be independent. Mm-hmm. And so there's this really awesome, there's, it's a pretty much like a, screwball comedy mixed in with like slapstick yeah. so there's a part where Cary Grant's character goes to pick his princess up for a date and um, when uh, ghost yeah that's fine uh, when he does he says okay darling are you ready to go out and that's a pretty good Cary Grant I'm getting him down yeah. <laughs> um, then this like sailor shows up then a police guy shows up and then an, an army guy shows up because they're all supposed to go on a date with this girl because she finally has freedom mm. um and then eventually he finds that he wants to marry his previous fiance because uh, a woman like that deserves to be have her independence. And so, and when she comes back, she's like, or when he comes back, she's like, um, uh, no, I I went and married some other guy. Like, fuck you. Like, no, is, silly. You, you never get over Cary Grant. Um, <laughs> so uh, the movie's okay. She was just sitting at home uh, pining. It, there's some really, there's actually some really funny out laugh out loud moments. Uh, Cary Grant gets in a fight with all the her dates. And he's trying to fight him, but he's also trying to put on his shoes. Oh, that's funny. Uh, <laughs> it's the original version of Scott Pilgrim versus yes. the world. <laughs> uh, it was, a, it was a sexier version of Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, so it's fun. I have um, this week, I'm probably going to watch uh, None But the Lonely Hearts, which was his first Academy Award nomination, mm-hmm. and um, Indiscreet, which is with Ingrid Bergman. Bergman so You're cool. in for a treat with Indiscreet. Yeah, I, I, Indiscreet, I've heard yeah. mixed things about it, but. I also heard that it's really great, and I've also heard that it's okay. Leonard Malton thinks it's great, so I usually tend to go with him. If Leonard Malton says, it's one of the best. Yes. Um, <laughs> I watched The Dirt on Netflix, which is the Motley Crue uh, um, yeah. movie. How was that? Not good. Okay. Um, so here, here's... Good. That way I don't have to watch so, it. So it's directed by the guy who did Jackass and Bad Grandpa. And so there's moments in it where you're like, oh, this is pretty so funny. The, so the camera is set up to catch the action? Like that's that's so. How do you direct Jackass? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I get it. 
Like, yeah. And so it, I'll tell you why that why he doesn't work for the dirt. So, um, so all right, Nikki Six, I need you to jump off this plank <laughs> all right, all right. into a Dude. pile of crocodiles. Is, I'm Nikki, I'm Nikki is Six, the camera and this rolling? Is cro- crocodile plank jump. <laughs> can can the camera see the rocket and also the guy's crotch? So all right, it's, we're it's, good. It's interesting because it's based on the book called The Dirt, which is written by Motley Crue, mm-hmm. and the real bandmate members of Motley Crue narrate it. Hmm. So the opening is. Uh, that seems weird. Yeah, so it's basically so it's them talking about so the opening is them at this party and there's naked girls and they finger this one girl so much that she squirts water. It's great. Um, That's watching, the movie. Yeah. So credits. Th- then it goes back to how they all meet each other and. Uh, does it, does it does it does this movie ask you to turn your ad block off before you watch it? <laughs> yeah. Right. The. So it basically, <laughs> um, so you're just following the trajectory of Motley Crue, which, like, I don't mind their music and it's, some of their stuff is fun. However, if you're going to make a movie about Motley Crue, they really glaze over um, that they've all been in jail for abusing their wives, um, all the problems they've really had, and they try to be like they're just crazy rock stars. Here's a scene of him fucking another guy's girlfriend, and um, Pete Davidson plays their tour manager or something. And then, uh, so there's a scene where Vince Neil is banging his girlfriend or something in his dressing room, so the tour managers. And then um, it's their first, like, big show, and I, then Nikki Six says, hey, man, you be- he better not find out that you're banging his girlfriend. And then they pass him, and then he breaks the fourth wall. He goes, I did, and I was pissed. So they're trying to be funny, but it's not. But they also go over that they these dudes have literally been in jail for beating up their wives yeah and they're trying to be like oh they're just a crazy rock band and it's and they try and it's really heavy-handed yeah i mean there's a real sad story where vince neal's i think her four or five-year-old daughter died of cancer Mm -hmm. and so they focus on that why vince neal had a problem in the band and he you know whatever but it's shot so poorly it looks like an after-school special Mm-hmm. And the dialogue is not that good, so it seems really bad. And it's just someone who doesn't know how to shoot that stuff. Um, and then there's a part where they focus on when Vince Neil kills that dude in his car because he was drunk driving. Um, and it's just not really well handled. Um, the, the narrative function it sounds a lot like the way they handled the Jersey Boys adaptation, which I'm like, I mean, I like that movie, but like, I don't need them talking to the camera 24-7 yeah. when you're trying to do a biopic like it. It breaks some form of line of reality for me, so this this yeah. sounds like a bit of a mess. So I mean, there's some fun moments in it, but when it tries to get serious, mm-hmm. um, because they they also talk about how Motley Crue wants to own their music and they don't because they signed a deal with Elektra Records, and the the record producer says, "Hey man, even the Beatles doesn't own their stuff," and Nikki Six says, "Well, the Beatles should." And you go, dude. This is the most heavy-handed dialogue I've ever heard. They shit. Yeah, so whatever, it's not credit. Does it? If you want to see a bunch of naked chicks and drugs, I guess you can use it. Watch it. Yeah. Use it. Uh, <laughs> you can watch it. Um, you know, if you're really like struggling for yeah. a spank this, bank material, yeah. this might be applicable to your needs. Yeah. Um, so. Do you like drugs and does nudity? It, yeah. <laughs> does it still follow like the cookie cutter? You know, music biopic. Oh, you mean how they started from nothing and got really big, and then they had band problems, and they have one last show. Is there a moment where yes. one of them starts to play a, a little lick, and the other one goes, 
like says three lines of a song and then they're all on stage singing the so, big hit some so, Motley Crue song guys, James doesn't guys, know guys guys we're so talking they, about the dirt not Bohemian Rhapsody so they kind of do I know <laughs> so they kind of do when they first jam together but then about an hour later they do the same old situation and this is when Vince Neil is like sober now because he doesn't drink or do drugs anymore because his daughter passed away or mm-hmm. whatever sure and um and so he's <laughs> or whatever he, so he's singing in the beginning she got, I, she I got snapped. And, you know, Vince Neil's not a great singer, anyways. But he's going, yeah, 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 yeah. and they and they stop and go, "Hey, man, come on, sing it like you mean it." And then it cuts back, and he goes, bleh, 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 and they go, "Yeah!" And then it cuts to the whole song and a montage of them like partying and being a sober band. Like, okay, <laughs> cool. When's the yeah. brother get cut in half? That's all right. It's <laughs> it's it's the same documentary we've seen yeah. a dozen times. Wrong kid, Dad. <laughs> uh, and the last thing I watched was uh, the Curse of La Llorona. La Llorona. Um, I have no La idea Llorona. how to say that title. Yeah, Llorona. Two L's in Spanish uh, is a Y sound. Yeah. So La, it's La Llorona. The curse of La Llorona. Yeah, 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 Llorona. Curse of my And I used my Alamo season pass for it, which is super easy. Bragger. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, I really wanted to use it, and uh, <laughs> and I didn't. I said, well, I'll see, you know, this movie, because it's the Conjuring universe. It can't be that bad. Oh. And you literally use what? All you do is use the app. You pick the seat, and it says, your ticket will be ready in 30 minutes. That's cool. So you, when you get, as soon as you walk into the theater, it must recognize your location, because then your ticket pops up. Oh, okay. And I sat down. I was the only one in the theater. So you didn't even go to the box office and got your nope. ticket, like you just nope. You just walk right in, cool. and then you put your ID on um, with your thing, and the server comes by and says, "Okay, that's you. Enjoy the movie." Sweet. Um, As someone who likes printed tickets, like, can you get it printed? I'm sure you probably could. Okay. You could probably ask them to. I bet you could. Um, yeah. But yeah, so the 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 movie is uh, whatever. It's uh, it's okay. It's shot really well. How is it related to the Conjuring universe? So very loosely, there's a priest in it who's in the first Annabelle movie. Oh, okay. uh, where he, so it's it's like three three films removed. Yeah, so he he basically it says in it he said, well, you know, I didn't believe in boogeyman until I had got possession of this doll. Is it also based on a true story? So it's a yeah, the weeping woman I, is uh, Mexican or maybe Central American. I think it's folklore. A, yeah, just a Spanish. Um, oh, for, folklore, not folklore. Yeah, not yeah. but they worked it into story. the Conjuring universe. Yeah. So, um, so. The weeping woman is this beautiful. Uh, this one's Mexican, so it's this beautiful Mexican woman who has uh, a rich husband, and he's cheats on her, and she's overcome with grief, so she drowns her children in the river, and so now she's cursed to walk the earth and try to take other children so she can get her children back. Um, and I mean, there's some pretty frightening this, things in it. This curse doesn't make sense. Like, who cursed her to like? No, she cursed, her, she cursed herself. Children. So she killed herself after she killed her children, and so now she's like a demon. Shouldn't she want to save children to to make think, up for? Um, but you know, this movie uh, builds on the really creepy house, and then a ghost shows up and goes Rah! and yells, "I'm a ghost!" Yeah, I'm a I'm a ghost person. Yeah, Give we, me a kid. Yeah, we were talking about it in the lobby of the Alamo, but like it seems like the James Wan trope of like showing it and then building the tension is kind of being overused. Now. Yeah, I mean, there's some really oh. cool shots in it. There's this part where this little girl is outside and she has an umbrella and it's raining, and she puts the umbrella down like this, and you see uh, the weeping woman there, 
And then she moves it and it, she disappears. Yeah. I mean, there's some really it's, cool... It's that, it's that James Wan thing of yeah. like, it's not a jump scare, see? Yeah, but then they resort to it. I mean, it's shot really well and the acting's really good in it. Cool. Um, it just falls too much on it. And, sure. Uh, but, I mean, I, and I, I'm trying to think why it's rated R because there's really no blood and guts. And my guess it's only because they actually show children being murdered for like terrifying images. Mm-hmm. Um, it'd be my only guess. Uh, that would make sense. But yeah, it's fun. And... You know, using the Alamo season pass is easy. Cool. You just sit there and, yeah, and it was awesome. I was the only one in the theater. And the just, server. Do you also get that with the season pass? Man. Infinity. <laughs> I mean, uh, Endgame, here I come. Yeah. Um, Snap. <laughs> and uh, there's no restrictions. You, yeah. just ha- you, you can reserve movies seven days in advance. So you have to wait seven days before the movie comes out. But that's what I did with Endgame anyway. Yeah. I didn't buy my Endgame tickets till Tuesday. Yeah. So, I mean, as you can always. Yeah. So it works pretty well. Yeah. Sweet. That's awesome. This week. Cool. Um, Man. Next week, I guess we're doing Missing Link. Oh, so are not going to go around town with me? That's fine. Oh, yeah. Oh, Actually, we, sh- we, we should go. To. Yeah, that's a good one. Brad, take us around town. Hey, film buddies. Follow me around Denver. In your Tesla car. It's really expensive and fast. How sad Brad gets is, as soon as you start crying, <laughs> singing, like there's just this moment where his whole face just went. I know, but then when I don't do it, Brad goes, you're not going to sing this week? So I think he's pretending that he doesn't he like it, it, but he really likes See, it. See, when he gets sad, it's because Ryan's voice is so beautiful <laughs> that he can't handle it. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's it, his tears. It's the weeping Brad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, Brad. Anyone feel that? No. It's an old woman. It's a boner. Um... <laughs> <laughs> at the drive-in this drive-in. week wow. is this is ridiculous i might just spend this whole week in the evening at the drive-in because uh, their lineup is endgame captain marvel shazam <laughs> yeah you'll be there till five in the morning <laughs> oh yeah that's awesome yeah, holy shit it's ridiculous yep um, oh. but i'm gonna do it that's awesome yeah. Some people lineup. are saying Captain Marvel should have played before Endgame, but like, do you really want to wait till midnight to start Endgame? No, no. I think I think Endgame starts yeah, first. Yeah, you do yeah. Endgame first. Yeah, yeah. So the, on their comments, the, right? People are complaining. I'm the like, truth is, trust Shaz- me, dude. The truth is, Shazam should be first because that's the most kid friendly one, and yeah. then the other film, like valid. Yeah, um, now you show Endgame, and then you have Brie Larson come out and go like, "I bet you're wondering how I got here." Yeah, <laughs> and then we go back to Captain Marvel. I kept on thinking at the end of Endgame, you know, for the tag scene, it should have been Captain America. So you made it to the end of Endgame. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you made it to the end of the saga. <laughs> yeah. Where do we go from here? And then we cut to Hannibal Buress. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's still a war criminal. <laughs> well, I Reminds me, I saw my second screening of Endgame was 3D, and you should see it in 3D because it's really badass. Nice. Oh, Especially yeah? that nice. final fight. Oh man! All right, yeah. Spider Man on Thor hammer. I thought that shot was pretty cool. Yeah, like right out of the gate when uh, in like the the Guardian ship and Tony's, you know, fading away. Like the 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 cockpit like juts out and you see him in the background and that's cool. Oh, yeah. that paper football scene in uh, Endgame. Oh, yeah. I yeah. fucking love that's a great way to open that movie. Yeah. And also, there's one part where Thanos' ship is coming through that fog mm. in 3D. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Haunting. <laughs> fog emergence. Man, I wonder if I can see Boner that and fog. not pay a premium price for it. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch! I'll kill you. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, the Alamo I signed up twice for that. Brad, Brad, Brad no settle down, settle down. Here's a pill. <laughs> it has to be random. I have no idea. No, how they, they looked at my account. They said, like, you go to the Alamo all the time, so we want to keep your well, money. I'm, I'm, That's <laughs> very true. <laughs> I'm going to make them wish they didn't give it to me. <laughs> um, Tim League's like, why are we losing money? something crazy. So uh, when you bought your ticket for, was it Blood something? Blood Lake. Blood Lake, and it showed up as... The, oh no! It's uh, killing spree. Killing spree, and it showed up as uh, Friday Thirteenth Part Five. Part Five on their uh, website. It has Friday Thirteenth Part Five, but when you pick Friday Thirteenth Part Five, it goes to Blood Lake. Blood Lake what? or whatever. Killing spree. Killing spree. There's some weird, so, weird wires crossed at the there. same time. I wonder if they're just. It's like a joke. I was wondering if like Killing Spree was the name of like the program title that they're gonna maybe you know like Video Vortex. Maybe and it's like cool. program. Yeah, I don't know because I don't want to see five. <laughs> I might go see it because it's in theaters. That's yeah. pretty cool, and it's in the really small one that I saw standing all in. I mean, it's a dollar. It was a dollar, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> I guess I can watch but it. It's Roy. <laughs> yeah, I know. it's not real, Jason. Who the fuck is Roy? Oh, <laughs> oh imposter oh, Jason. Yeah, yeah no. The, 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 the wait, 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 wait. After six years of doing this shit, I'm only now learning that there's a dude named Roy. We've told you many times. This is the porn think. director one, right? This is the porn director one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. This one's just referred to as the porn director one. Nobody talks about Roy. Yeah, I, do, I talk about Roy. The less we talk about him, the better off we are. <laughs> so the, wait, so the porn director one made a movie where it's not Jason, it's yeah. a guy named Roy? Yeah. He's an ambulance Jason. driver avenging the death of his son. Yep. So it God. is just as much a Friday the 13th movie as uh, Christmas Vacation. Yes. Pretty much. <laughs> okay. That is the best analogy I've ever heard. Because there's a scene in Christmas Vacation where he puts no, I was on gonna say, I guess it's also mask. as much a Friday the 13th movie as Friday the 13th because Jason's not in Friday the 13th. <laughs> that is true. Uh, <laughs> his mom is. Excuse me. He pops out, of the, he pops out of, of the lake at the end. Yeah. Uh, hey, you know what? This is part of the legal battle. This is why we can't even agree. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, who owns the rights to Roy? That's the real question here. <laughs> We're going to start a Roy saga. <laughs> 22 films. <laughs> so we need to get this one settled. One of his uh, handy-capable kids being murdered, and we're good to go. Roy, a Friday the 13th story. <laughs> well, because how many Friday the 13th movies are there? 12. Okay, so next we make, we make Only Jim Roy stop 13. Him. <laughs> Roy 13? <laughs> yes. Wait, wait, what was your Jim from the office can stop him. <laughs> So, I, I don't know if you noticed, but now all I do is Jim. Oh, Jim's, I've noticed. Because Brad sent me one. I'm like, I bet I can do one for every reaction, and it works. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway. I'm even doing it on Facebook now, too. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, okay. Cool. Until next week. Thanks for listening. Go see the Go game. game. Yep. I mean, we spoiled it for you, so hopefully you've already seen it. So yeah. uh, uh, <clears throat> Go see it again. Yeah. Yeah. This is our one chance. Yes. We if we couldn't make it happen with Dark Knight, like this is our chance. Yeah. Bye. Bye.
Thank you for listening to this episode of Real Nerds Podcast. Real Nerds Podcast is a production of Nebulous Visions Multimedia. Thank you to Sparks Mandrill and Plan 9 Studios for our kick-ass theme song. Also, if you're in the Denver area and you're looking for a cool place to see movies, we see them at the Alamo Draft House in Littleton and now also in Sloan's Lake. Thank you to Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics for supplying us with all our comic needs, especially you, Andrew. You know who you are. And a big shout-out to James's mom. I'm giving you an electronic hug that you can feel through the airwaves. Thanks for listening, and have a nice day.